Hey, welcome to Table Talk with Sal, and I'm your host. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Jasmine. Um, I definitely forgot your last name. <laughs> McClung. Mc- McClung, it's Scottish. Whoa. As you can tell. Yeah, I can definitely tell. Okay, so uh, how, how did we meet, Jazz? Um, we met through Amber, um, who I met through Elaine. Um, so Elaine does stand-up comedy. We've got to have her on. Yeah. Um, and I guess Amber was exploring and going to like a, a coffee place where they had like open mic night. And Amber kept showing herself. And finally, she got the courage to walk up to to Elaine and be like, "Hey, you're really good and stuff." And well, it'd be more like, "Hi, hey, mate. What's up? You're really good." <laughs> and she's like, "You're British." And they became fast friends. And she's like, "I have to introduce you to to Jasmine." Um, so we we met at one of my I think I was having a karaoke night. And Amber walks in, and I'm like, she's black? <laughs> like, I had no idea. And Amber didn't know I was black, and Elaine was just like, do we, is that something that I should say? Like, if I don't say it, is it racist? If I do say, you know, is it racist? She was like, we're in a really awkward position, but we became very, very, very fast friends. <laughs> you know what's crazy? So do you think uh, black people could be racist to black people? Oh, 100%. Yeah, because I'm yeah. racist to Mexicans all the fucking time, dude. <laughs> Most of my racism I've experienced has been black people, you know, than than white people. In which way? What, what do they tell you? So, I date interracially typically, and um, when a black guy sees me with a man that's not black, he has a problem with it, you know. So yeah, it's been like that. But I also get angry stares from like older white people <laughs> seeing mm. like a white guy with a black chick. Um, but I do seem I see that like. I'm in this weird place where I'm like not black enough to fit into the black community, but not white enough to be with the white folks. So it's like this really awkward, like my nickname growing up now looking back is pretty fucked up, but Oreo, you know, black on the outside, white on the inside, just because I was raised by white folks. I very, I talk very, you know, eloquence and, you know, have a college education that I'm, I'm too good for, for the black community type of thing. So it's this really awkward place and, um, I'm on dating sites and I, I've been swiping on black guys. I'm like, okay, you know, let me try. Let me try to swipe on the black guys, but I don't get a match with them. Yeah. So, and I think it's just because I look at my pictures and how I am and stuff and I'm, I'm too white. I think I'm too too white for them, you know. So you would categorize yourself as too white? I would say that's how society sees me is, okay. is too white. So <laughs> how do you see yourself? Um, I don't know. I just like... When it comes to fashion and stuff, like this is just what I find is comfortable. You know, I don't know if it's considered like white or whatever, but I still like wear the wigs, you know. Um, I'll do braids sometimes. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, now I just dress comfortably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, mm. it's just this weird juxtaposition of like growing up. So, like, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, and like that was scary and very different than Springville and, and Porterville, um, because that there I saw actual black people, you know. And we ended up leaving LA because of the race riots that was happening, and Rodney King was on the TV, and it was really a tumultuous time to to be there. So we left, <laughs> and we moved to Springville in 1998, and it was like living in a painting, and people were predominantly white <laughs> okay so for the people that don't know mm-hmm. springville yeah describe springville <laughs> so i'll, I'll give uh, let me let me describe springville i think uh springville is what like 
15 to 20 minutes um, away from Porterville. It's up in the mountains. Um, and then there's white dudes with banjos just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Play- <laughs> I'm just talking shit. I, 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 I like Springville. They have this right. one amazing hamburger spot out mm-hmm. there. And then they also opened up a new studio for Springville uh Springvillians? I don't know how like, you would like, say like, like entrepreneur space where it's just like, well, you can it's a, whatever. Well, it's a studio space where they're doing yoga out of, okay. music out of. Um, I forgot the gentleman's name, but solid dude. Uh, he's putting that on there for everyone to showcase their art and stuff. Oh, so really cool. That's why I like uh, Springville because the community is pretty close. Right. Uh, close. Right, yeah, close. Yeah, like, like tight knit. Yeah, they're small tight-knit. town vibes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and they have a lot of beautiful nature out there. Mm-hmm. The what is it, Sequoia National Forest? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like, it's like our backyard, but yeah, you can get there. Yeah, from it's there. Pr- I say it's my backyard because <laughs> I, I, I used right. to work up there at Coffee Camp. Okay. You know, yeah, Upper Very Coffee cool. Camp during the summers. You might um. If there's no parking spots, just tell them you know me. And then if I'm there, you know, there's always a will. There's a will. There's a way. If the cash money's there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, damn, I really made myself seem shitty like that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that's how I would um, that's how I think about um, Springwell. Now, I just think about white people, to be honest. It's, you it's know? like where white people go to die. Um, <laughs> Florida. They're old, the older, um, and like. Every black kid now I think about that I've encountered were adopted by white folks. The only black kids that were up there were also adopted by white white people. So organically, black people don't live up there. I don't think I even like met a Mexican. I'm gonna be honest from Springville School. I'm gonna be honest with you now. I think about it. You know, thinking about it, dude. <laughs> not, no, dude. Or they're if they are like a Mexican, they're like fifth generation Me- Mexican right. American. You know, right. so they're just practically. Uh, like removed you know but like springville you can't get to psycon a lot of people can like resonate with that because a lot of us in sixth grade you've been to psycon you know psycon i love and you have to drive through springville to get there and then it's like windy road bulge park you know type of thing um (laughs) keep talking okay so yeah um springville was a huge culture shift for me coming from the city to like the most country place ever um and i visit every now and then we still have a ranch oh yeah so like um fun fact our family had alpacas for 10 years and we had a whole bone like alpaca business um so we would see coyotes mountain lions possums raccoons um and every now we still have a house i'll visit there and there'll be lizards and like it's not for me like i'm a city girl through and through <laughs> i'm like jen my sister so lives up there is like chill with it um they'll i'll go out to the car to get my stuff and there's a, a raccoon like a big fucker and we can swear on this podcast yeah okay um, <laughs> yeah don't worry we're not and, on apple uh, okay. apple's payroll yet so. and it's terrifying i don't really like the outdoors it's so quiet it's so dark like once the sun goes down it's dark there's no there's no light pollution up there and it's just it's not for me, you know. And so, 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 see, that's where I, I, you know what? I love it. I love the yeah. nature part of it. I love that you're you're so far away that you can see the stars and stuff. You know, sometimes I, I like the city too to do city things, right. but you're not gonna be able to walk down the road in Springville and go, uh, you know, go grab a McDonald's burgers. You, there's not a there's not a McDonald's up there, you know. So. Oh yeah, there's it's thirty minutes to like get down to civilization. That's like the huge bummer. <laughs> It's like if you just need something quick at Walmart, it's an hour, okay. you know, out of your day. 
Yeah. So kind of a bummer. Um, so then you were, so you were adopted. Yep. Right. Yep. By good old mom, pa. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and then your upbringing was on an al- alpaca farm. Kind of. So I was adopted when I was five and a half. And then we moved up, I want to say when I was like seven. And then, yeah, I guess like a good chunk of my adolescence and adult was like the alpaca farm, you know. But I think it taught like a a lot of like good lessons. You know, you hard work, um, discipline. um, Maybe it's kind of where I got my entrepreneurial side in me and to start my own business because to see them, you know, run like we'd have people over like shearing day and um, we would sell the stuff at... um, and it's called like a weaver's guild. So yeah, we would shear their, their, their fleece every spring and then it's enough to a company and they would turn it into hats and crossbody bags and baby booties and all that stuff, you know, and that's where we made a good chunk of the money. Um, no, you do not eat them. Um, you don't milk them. Um, their shit though is like really valuable if you're like growing marijuana or have any kind of like farmland because it's like high in nitrous. So it's really rich for the soil and, and good for farming. Um, but I don't recommend mm. alpacas as a pet. They're really standoffish. You go to like reach for them and they're running off. Like they're not friendly. Um, I've seen some where you work with them and they're, they grow up in your house and they are like a pet, but ours were, were not that. You know. Okay, okay, crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Uh, every time I think of alpacas, I just think about the emperor's new groove. Yeah, <laughs> that, it's a llama, right? Or yes, good uh, job. I was about to say, like everyone always confuses the two, but like the huge difference between the both of them is that llamas are way bigger, and llamas have what we call like banana ears, so like their ears rude. curve in, and like the alpacas face is like much shorter llamas faces are longer alpacas are just cuter from like top to bottom you're sounding like a racist dude <laughs> all animals deserve love you know what i mean so yeah so then you grew up in a white farming family yes. holy yeah. fuck dude yeah. and how and how many um black people were there inside so- of springville with me and Raven, Joey, Jordan. Um, Holy shit, you could count them all in one yeah, hand? Yeah, I think it was just like the five of us. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> just the five of us. How, was, was that was that hard? It was. Was it hard growing up? Um, so, like, I was thinking back, and honestly, my first day could have gone way worse. Now that I think about it, you know, I, I get up in a, a class sea of white people, and here I am, and, like, I was blind as a bat. So I have these really thick, like, Coke bottle glasses. My hair is a short little fro, and I'm black, and I'm standing up there like, hi. And I'll never forget it. Her name is Cheyenne Lane. Shout out to her. Um, I'm standing there, and they're like, this is Jasmine. She's from L.A., you know? Oh. And I'm looking down, and Cheyenne is in, like, like my eye line and she just looks up and she goes do you like precious moments coloring books <laughs> and she just like handed crayons to me and i just sat next to her and we were fast friends you know like it could have been like people were like didn't want to sit with me at lunch i made a friend instantly you know it could have been like way worse oh wow <laughs> so so then so then you know springwell wasn't really that racist no i mean now when i visit like there is one guy who was just like he has a straight up confederate flag and like, that doesn't make them racist i mean and then it's just like um kind of makes you racist <laughs> yeah so like the flags just keep getting out there and like um something about like not his president or whatever um with sleepy joe 
Yeah, he'll be like Sleepy Joe or like um, Let's Go Brandon or whatever else. And like there's this poor person who has their house for sale next door and they can't keep people just keep putting it back on the market. You know, so I think it's more than just the flags. You know, oh. <laughs> but you but you haven't received any like personal racist mm, comments from that gentleman. Not from that gentleman. No, mm. um, I went back for um, there was like a fall festival, and I was Tina Turner because it was a costume thing. It was like it was on Halloween, and the amount of love that I received, I I think they thought I was like Tina. I don't know. It was bizarre. <laughs> I ended up winning um, the the costume contest, but yeah, I thought it might be a little. This could go one or two ways, you know what I mean? I'm wearing this like really flashy gold, like you know, French dress, and I got the hair and everything. But I was like greeted with nothing but love and people wanting to take photos with me and whatnot. So if Jesse Treese doesn't work out, I might just be a Tina Turner impersonator. <laughs> honestly, with how that went. <laughs> All right. So, so you are an entrepreneur. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your business. So, where to begin? Um, the pandemic happened. It happened to us, and I was laid off from Jostens, and I'd been having a really hard time finding work ever since. So it was kind of like create my own job. You know what I mean? Like I had to just like create. I had to generate income. You had a boss I up. I had to. You know what I mean? Um, and then my kitty Raja, like she's my six thousand dollar kitty, because that's honestly what like I'll get into that. So. No, 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 no. I don't want to get. I don't want. This is a cat talk with Sal. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, synopsis is that she needed emergency surgery and it was really expensive and she was super young and I was like I, I have to save her and like it's just me and her I need her <laughs> during the pandemic like I was gonna save her life no matter what happened so that meant I went into massive debt um, and I needed to like make money dude you're sounding like a white person <laughs> dude I'm not gonna lie to you cause I know us Mexicans we can let that little thing go be free little buddy <laughs> You go, go to the pound, get yourself a $60 one. <laughs> or even better, you can go down to the next door neighbor, get you a free one. <laughs> You're like, this didn't work out. Jeez, get a new one. Louise. I couldn't, I couldn't let her go. And um, it was worth like money well spent just because she's fine now. Like, you wouldn't even know that she was like fucking dying. Um, you know, like, I thought if like her quality of life had diminished, then it wouldn't be worth it. If I had a like, special diet and shit like that, then no. I, let me ask you a question. Do you think like whenever it's time for someone for an animal to die, mm -hmm. isn't it time for them to die? Isn't that that like the universe telling them, hey, buddy, you did your job here. You should. You know what I mean? It's time to move along. Go to cat heaven. But you stopped that. <laughs> you stopped that and you made yourself go to debt for that. Isn't that fucked up? I mean, you didn't think about it that way, did you? It's different. Like if an animal's like dying of old age or like kidney failure or diabetes or whatever, then then yeah, you know. But like she chewed something she wasn't supposed to. But you're saying like in the oh. wild she would have just like died, you know. Like yeah. if that had happened, if she was so, like choking on something. So what did she eat? My Fitbit. <laughs> and no, and no wonder you felt bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, did, see, so it was your duty, and no wonder you did it because the comic or retribution would have got on your ass, right. dude. Yeah. And I like went to the Fitbit kitchen. I went to the Fitbit manual, and I was like, "Come on, there's got to be something oh, in here. Fuck. I'm gonna fucking sue the shit out of them." <laughs> she, she, she bit it off your wrist, yes. buddy. No, it was charging. It was charging. <laughs> And I looked it up and they had like, you know, um, keep away from animals and small children because choking hazard. And I was like, oh, okay, they covered themselves that one line, yeah. you know, but yeah. So here I was 
unemployed and unemployment was stopping. Like we were not getting paid anymore. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I was already baking to like cope. I would get up in the morning and that would like, give me like my sense of purpose. You know mm. what I mean? I'd just be in the kitchen creating something. And then I gained probably like 10 pounds because I was like eating all my stuff. So I was like, mm. you know what? Maybe I should give it away. <laughs> you know, spread the, spread the wealth. Yeah, you know, spread type the of love. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, mm. um, and that actually got me to like find out who my neighbors are. I would just like drop off a loaf of banana bread with like a sticky note and be like from 2530, like my unit number, That's you know, like <laughs> enjoy, you know, and then it kind of turned to like this beautiful thing. I got the next door app and I post like, hey, I got banana bread here and they're like free. I'm like free and they come pick it up. And then sooner mm. than later, people would drop off a, a bag of flour or a bag of sugar because they're just like, we want more stuff. And I know you're struggling right now. So here's stuff that you can turn into stuff that you can give back to the community Sweet. you know so, so i was doing that before i started selling it i was already just like building up what i didn't even know was like um community and and like followers if you will when i was giving stuff away for free so when it turned to me like wanting to sell stuff to them they didn't even question it yeah you know that's that's uh that's exactly what you do whenever you want to sell something mm -hmm. or you know grow your business you're supposed to give it out for free mm -hmm. give people try uh like a little taste of stuff and then you were doing it from like the bottom of your heart you know that was helping you cope and i'm pretty right. sure you know seeing other people happy eating your treats uh that sounded weird dude but <laughs> But eating, you know, eating your no, eating yeah. your cookies. And yeah. these are the cookies, right? We have some cookies and yes. some Mexican stuff right here. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can put it closer to the okay. camera. Because, yeah, those are my chocolate chip cookies. And the white little snowballs are called pavarones. Is that how you say it? They're Mexican wedding cookies. They have a bunch of different names. But it's the same thing, which is like shortbread cookies with your choice of nuts rolled in powdered sugar. And they're so simple, but they're so delicious you know so nice yeah no they're super delicious i've i've, I've had your um i've had your uh your baked goods before see i didn't say your treats <laughs> <laughs> i'm catching on you know but uh right. but yeah no they're lovely they're actually delicious and you know there's a little added added thing with yours i, I definitely feel that you're making them with love you know oh. i don't think that you're you're just trying to turn a turn a profit right. even though it is a business i i do feel like you still you're still doing it for your community right you know and that's what i i recognize and that i like mm -hmm. because you're doing it for you and you're helping us out you're helping the community by helping yourself yeah. i just want to give you your kudos and your flowers no. for for continuously going you right. know because it because you know being an entrepreneur is hard you know right. even even with my comedy it's hard dude right. you know uh but Give us some more about your, like, how much did you start selling? What do you sell? So it started with banana bread. I feel like a lot of us got started with banana bread and sourdough. I am not a yeast bread maker, at least not yet. Um, I don't have the patience for sourdough. I don't have, I get to feed the starter and it has to rise twice and all this nonsense. And I just, I don't care for that. Um, I'm more like quick to make, quick to bake. So if I find a recipe that has all these convoluted steps, I won't even bother. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm in culinary school and last night we made um, Japanese souffle pancakes and Ooh. it was like a whole thing. Mm -hmm. You had to like whip up the egg whites, make a meringue and then fold it in so gently and 
steam it and put the and guess what we sat down we ate them and they were pancakes <laughs> there was nothing special about them they were just big and fluffy they were right? big and fluffy we were just like no I will never ever do that again <laughs> like I, time is money I rent out a kitchen yeah. by the hour I'm not gonna yeah. do that for just to be pancakes you know what I mean yeah 110% <laughs> you know you gotta turn the profit right, right. Yeah. so yeah. I'll look for recipes where it's like add the dry to the wet easy you know what I mean like we're done here but it also needs to be good you know, mm. so, that's, so yeah. So then, what separates yours? You know, what separates these cookies? <laughs> so, I even have it like my bio on my website www.j-treats.com, um, which is a lot of people make really pretty stuff that tastes like shit. Facts. And my whole thing is like it's like down home with your mom, with your grandma. It's comfort, you know. Um, I can't do the royal icing shout out to the people who can like that. It's edible art. I, mm. I can't do that. I can't frost a cake to make it like a minion. I'm sorry. But what I can guarantee is that cake is going to be fucking delicious. You know, that's kind of like my whole thing is that the stuff that I produce is delicious versus just aesthetic just for the gram. You know what I mean? And that kind of has always bothered me. Like going back to, I think it's like my, 25th birthday i asked the lady to make a cake it was gorgeous it was a geode cake with like marble fondant it tasted it looked exactly like the picture that i showed her but it tasted like it was so bad it was embarrassing because like we're all sitting around the timpanyake grill and now it's time to cut the cake and everyone is just silent kind of like taking little nibbles and like putting their fork down like Meh. And you know what i mean now if i had made the cake it would not have been that it wouldn't look as pretty Mm. but it would have been fucking bomb you know <laughs> yeah i definitely agree with you because i one time i had this like super cool looking cake and i took i like i took a fat ass bite out of it <laughs> it felt like i broke my teeth because the, the the icing was so hard it was like dude what the what the heck and i feel and i felt like i was eating like like not paper but it just felt like it was too much bro it was too it was too pretty bro. it was too pretty for me to put it in my stomach and shit it out in like in two hours you know what i mean but if, if hey man if that's your gimmick and that's your, and that's your that's your shtick then then go ahead and and do it all the way but I, me motherfucker that i am i'm gonna eat it you know i'm not gonna buy something and not eat it just look at it so i don't know if you watched that uh cooking show on netflix uh but my Nailed buddy it? no my buddy uh does it he um it's called ugly beautiful no oh man great show <laughs> he does like uh no he's it's ugly delicious sorry okay. about that yeah it's ugly delicious it's like <laughs> that's like my he, motto i'm gonna have to hashtag that yeah <laughs> seriously though it's uh it's a show where this dude he, he goes around the world and he says like great food doesn't need to be pretty it just could be delicious you right. know and that's right. very true right you know you, you don't you don't need to make it all fancy and organic and shit <laughs> you know what i mean just, right if it's edible it's edible and it's right. delicious i'm not gonna lie i want to eat the rest of it <laughs> i want to eat the rest of this cookie but it's not like it's, it's like, not proper manners to eat on misophonia. the body people are like oh god like chewing into the mic but yeah that's kind of like my whole thing is just something that is delicious but it's not gonna be the most fancy looking you know what I mean? I feel like flavor wins every time. I've mm -hmm. noticed, like even like chopped or even nailed it, whatever. It always goes down to how does it taste. One hundred, you know. So, yeah. Mm -mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I I auditioned for it, nailed it. I sent in an actual tape. Um, so we'll see what comes of that. They needed some B-roll footage. So I feel like that's a good 
that's a good thing i'm not gonna lie you're you did what you send it what oh um it's a show on netflix called nailed it nailed it and it's about homemakers amateur amateur homemakers trying their best at like really difficult recipes oh and wow it makes really like like the creations they make is like something from like demon spawn from hell like it the, the stuff is not pretty but they're learning and they can win ten thousand dollars so oh wow yeah, so. hey good luck on that man <laughs> thank you yeah, i think what i'm gonna yeah. do is like scale back like my skills in the first two challenges and then kind of bust it out in the third one hey hey <laughs> hey, hey dude hey I, I don't even ask these questions you guys expose yourselves <laughs> i wouldn't have said that on tape but hey you already That's fucked up good. buddy <laughs> yeah no but uh i still can't pipe it comes down to like doing like a self-portrait of myself on a cake it's gonna look like shit mm. it will you know i can't i can't hide that my skills are not there for icing and stuff so with time with time you know well most eh, of your cakes don't even really have icing i don't think that they noticed. need it um i'll show you later i have a drip cake that i did i attempted that do the ganache with the drips and stuff like that because mm. it kind of just makes it What's look a fancy um it's like break not, it down it's not turn. equals parts like heavy cream and chocolate but it's like a specific ratio of heavy cream and chocolate so you like heat up the heavy cream heat up the chocolate stir it together it melts and turns into this beautiful mixture and then it'll harden eventually oh you man know? so it's like you would say like kind of like a chocolate yeah. caramel so like um you know like my millionaire bars where i have like that layer of chocolate on top and it just harden not like when it comes room temp it'll like melt it'll uh -huh. always stay hard oh yeah you know yeah. like a candy bar yeah you know so there's little tips and tricks on how to make stuff look pretty without doing a lot of work mm. <laughs> and that's like my whole motto because i just i don't have time to to waste honestly okay so when so raj had this horrible horrible accident <laughs> eating a fitbit <laughs> a charging fitbit at that so she ate the fitbit you yeah. felt super shitty because you poisoned your own cat it's, it's, it's just, we're just keeping it raw baby okay. we're just it's, it's real real deal you poisoned, <laughs> yeah you poisoned your cat right so you got in debt because you had to save her had you to. had to or you would have gone right. to hell right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right and you started to heal yourself with the pain of poisoning your cat. <laughs> okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really leaning in that you did it. Right. You know? But uh but you you felt bad and you started cooking to heal your heart, right? You started baking to heal your heart and then you started giving it out to other people. And then they reciprocated that and then they started giving you some more flour and they started giving you the the ingredients to continue producing your your treats. So when did you when did it click in in your head to be like hey i can make this profitable if i get down and i'm just and then you work out the numbers what was that process like so rule a correction real quick so like raja came after so it was pandemic first where i started like baking and coat baking you know oh, what i mean okay, okay. and then she got sick mm. and then it was like okay. too busy baking huh yeah so i was like oh bacon away and um it came down to where i lost my bank account i think i had like 37 dollars so it was like i have to this is not even like a am i gonna do this this is it's happening you know what i mean so sitting down and getting started was like um where do you start and like i try to help people 
um, who come to me like, hey, how do I get a cottage food license or how do I get like a DBA, which is like um, a fictitious business license like an llc you have to like go to like the courthouse and like register yourself and like have your mailing address blah 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 um so god what did i do first i think it was more or less coming up with the name because branding is everything you know so i had some names like slice slice bakery because i thought i was gonna just sell cakes and that's all i was ever gonna do um but that didn't really work out so i just reached out to friends i was like i have some ideas in in mind what do you guys think and they like jazzy sweet treats Mm-hmm. And it turns out there's like, I'm not original. <laughs> like there's so many people like Michelle sweet treats and peanut sweet treats. Everyone has sweet treats, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, so I think that was the first step was like a name. Um, and then reaching out to someone on Instagram that I followed. I somehow follow, I think I found out like on a for you page with a really cool like tattoo art. And I was like, Hey, so do you do like graphic design? Cause I want a logo. Um, and she, I sent her like a really like shitty, like, terrifying sketch of myself holding a cake and then now it's like what you guys see on social media she was able to do that for me because i feel like branding really is everything a lot of people will be like oh i saw i've seen that logo somewhere you know when they see me at like events and stuff like that so name brand um and then luckily when it came to like price points um i was unemployed so i had um ebt so food stamps was paying for like the ingredients you know mm. um but i was like eventually i'm gonna get cut off so i need to figure out how much it costs to like make a cookie you know so if i want to do like big big um orders like how much could i sell them or like retail because they have to sell for a profit right so i had to sell it to them for like a dollar and they'll sell it for three dollars type of thing so yeah it's just it's a lot of like i don't know so i'm still trying to get like an actual nine to five and make jazzy sweet treats my side hustle like that was like that would be ideal because it's very stressful trying to like be the manager the employee like i and the accountants i you know do the supplies like so like sitting in these interviews and they're like why would you be a good fit here like what do you bring and it's like because i am everything you're i'm I'm applying for like an admin position but i'm actually manager and ceo you know, and employee, and I am a janitor as well. You know, I, I run IT, um, I do social market, like social media marketing, I, I, I do it all. What you guys are asking of me is just like a fraction of my skills, so I'm overqualified, and maybe that's why I haven't got the jobs, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's just trying to like have a list of things, and thank God I got a checklist from this lady who I rent the kitchen out to like she had a checklist because a lot of people don't know where to start so the first thing was get your fictitious business license so that you can actually sell and then get your business seller permits like you need to be recognized by the city of Visalia for tax purposes and then I want to say it was like my PFR which is a process food handling thingy or your CFO you have to have like the actual inspection come in and see like, hey, where do you bake? How hot does your sink get? You know, all these oh, things, yeah, yeah. you know, um, is there dust up there? <laughs> like type of thing. Mm. So I got that. Um, and then I think that was it. Like if you are a food truck, you have to do something way different. Um, but I just bake out of the kitchen and then I can sell the stuff wherever at least i think <laughs> that's the rule i swear i think like you just have to prepare and bake the stuff in a licensed kitchen and then once it's done in packages you can like take it anywhere you know let you know mm. it's safe um i tried to go like the house routes that's already where i was baking from but there was hella rules they were like you can't use cream you can't use fruit um i'm like what is a baker without buttercream like i don't understand 
how I could be successful. So I was like, cottage food is not going to work. And you also have like a, a door to your kitchen. No one's house is built like that. Yeah. You know, you can't have a pet in the home. I'm like, I'm not getting So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cottage food was out. Yeah. And thank God people who can do it, they just make make the ice cookies or they just do cakes and like that's it. Mm. But I was like, I want I I, I want freedom. I don't want to be limited. You know, because like my pumpkin rolls with the cream cheese inside are like the hot commodity during October. And I couldn't sell those if I was at my house. Mm, you yeah, know? Okay. So, yeah. <sighs> okay. That's a lot. <laughs> it was a lot to digest, you know, but uh, it just seemed that you just had to hustle. Yep. You really had to put your, you know, your nose to the grindstone to get out of the situation that you were. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You still had to pay for those permits and whatnot, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, thank God for credit cards, because um, it's a lot of like you have. To, it's not a, like a cliche. You have to spend money to make money. So I had to like put in money for packaging, right? I had to put in money for like my labels. I had to put in money for like so the license and like every time I rent at the kitchen, you had to put the money in. But then I'll have a pop up and make that money back. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah, it is scary though, because you just see a lot of money coming out. <laughs> and you haven't quite reaped the rewards yet um but yeah i'm just happy to say that like it's been like a roller coaster and if anyone who's ever experienced financial insecurity it's like one of the worst things ever um it's like keeps you up at night you know um it's like grow like growing gray hairs i have like a gray hair in my eyebrow now i have them in my head you know what i mean like it's stressful so i'm happy to say that like i found i feel like my niche which is mini cakes and shout out to Carrie. She was the one that gave me the idea. She had seen it on Instagram and TikTok and going gangbusters. And she's like, you got to try. But that meant shelling out money to buy the little mini pants, Mm -hmm. you know, and then what if it doesn't work out, you know, type of thing. But it ended up going like really, really well. And that's like my thing now. So I'm in a really good place um, financially. And it's almost like, so before it just felt like I lost my love of baking because it was just like, I have to do this. And then some people don't come to the events and it was like, what was this all for? Blah, blah, blah. But now with the mini cakes, I get to like be creative. Me and Jen sat down and business partner, my sister, Jen, um, and thought of 50 something flavors. And I'm just like stoked to like bring them to fruition, if that makes sense. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I saw that you made the German one, uh, the yeah. German cake. Oh, dude, I'm so <laughs> mad I missed Is out that on that one. The, your favorite flavor? I, you know, I, I was in Germany for three years and they have this German cake there. I don't even know what the name is, but I want to see if you if it's if it how, tastes how, the same. Yeah. If it, I, I have to try it out. I'm okay. going to have to put in an order for that one. Okay? Yes. Um, definitely need to try that one out. And then I also saw the pink lemonade one or something mm-hmm. like that. That looks so fire, dude. <laughs> those look gas. And I'm not going to lie. Whenever yeah. I saw um, I, I I know I never tried them. Right. But whenever I saw you posting them on the Instagram and stuff, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be a hit, really? boy. Yeah, because they look like motherfucking Twinkies, dog. <laughs> they kind of do. Yeah, just an upgraded Twinkie. I'm like, right. oh, no, this is going to smash, you know. Right. And, it, and I'm so happy to hear that that they're actually, it's actually right. happening, dude. I'm very happy for you. Thank so you. my question is, have you ever entered into a store like, um, say, a Save Mart or Food for Less and been like, hey, I... I, per- I make these cakes and you know try some out i could i could sell you some so you could sell at your store you know right How so you thought of that? i thought about going into retail because like orange works and naked nut and i've had some people like reach out to me 
Um, however, so my renewal was up for my my permit, and she was like, "Hey, is your business model the same direct to consumer?" I said, "It is," but I've had some people approach me about having my stuff in their in their store, and she's like, "Is that something you want to do? Because you would have to reapply and pay a whole new five hundred dollar permit fee." And I was mm. like, "Oh no, I'm good." <laughs> Not at the moment, <laughs> Not buddy. Not at the moment. I'll yeah. let you know. Um, but it's definitely something I feel like finding a product that's more shelf stable, like the cakes, mm-hmm. would be ideal. Um, and it would be sick, honestly. Could you imagine like walking down the aisle and like, there's my stuff? I I have thought about it. <laughs> I, I can imagine it. You know, that, that, that's why I bring it up. I mean, if you have the if you have the confidence to walk into that business and be like, right. hey, motherfucker, I make these bomb Slap ass down the cake. <laughs> boom! I have this motherfucking German Twinkie right here. <laughs> you know, right. And, and you know confidence really drives your business right it, it, it takes you the long it takes you the long way and then also networking you know right but that's what i want to tell you you know you got to pick and choose on who you decide to do that business with you right. know you don't want to just be putting your business at a at a store that's not really for baked goods you right. know right um but that's that's all you that's all you but no, I, I, definitely, makes sense. I definitely think that you can make it happen though yeah. honestly like I, like I said, I haven't tried those cakes, and I'm trying to I'm trying to give you hints. Wink, wink. Goddamn, you know. What I mean? should have brought the German chocolate. You should have just straight up told me German sh- chocolate. That one. Yeah, I, sh- I should have. I should have told you, but but no, I, I definitely think that it would be perfect for you to for you to whenever you do get that new permit. Yeah. yeah. So like, what Jen was thinking, like we had a couple ideas. The cookie market is so saturated right now. So we were like, what about brownies? No one's doing different kinds of brownies. Mm-hmm. But we we're like, mm, yeah. But now the mini cakes, though, they come in their own little container, little spoon. You know what I mean? Um, so Rawhide Stadium, our, um, well, not soccer, baseball stadium in Visalia. Um, they have Max's cookies in there. But what about Jazzy's cakes? You know what I mean? I know. <laughs> See, and then that's what that's a perfect place to start off you right. know just something where only the community could get your cake mm. you don't want to you don't want to put your cake out to a food for less or something like gotcha. some big 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 at right. big department store because they're not going to give a shit about it you know <laughs> right but if you sell it to a mom and pop shop yeah they're going to push out your product mm-hmm. because you know if it stays on the shelf too long they have to throw it away and right. they already paid for it right you know so they're gonna put your stuff up front you know right. and then especially whenever your name does grow as it is growing now right people will start going into those shops to look for your cakes you know right and then they'll buy your cake and they'll be like oh man well let me try what whatever the heck you sell here right you know that's, like they come into the store just for my treats and they're like oh what what's what's yeah what is be, this place about yeah because on your website and stuff you know you're, right. you're doing all that marketing you're right. like oh if 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 you can't contact me directly right. you could go to this shop you know and gotcha. make it a mom and pop shop right you know? i i believe that would be a great way no absolutely it's definitely something that i have mulled over because right now i have like sporadic pop-ups Mm-hmm. You know, but like, what do you do in between the pop-ups? What if I just had stuff just sitting on shelves all around Surrey County? You know, I mean, moving passive income. Exactly. You and know, that's, and that's a point where I think any entrepreneur wants to get to where right. it, it is just passive, where mm-hmm. you can follow, you know, your passion a bit more. You know, right. you could now after your your cakes are on the shelves and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you're able 
to take some time to develop a new flavor, something that no one's ever heard of. But, right. you know, that'll give you the time to actually put in that work to discover those new flavors. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so um, I'm not going to rule anything out you know i could definitely see myself going that way mm -hmm. um but i think just keep building up the brand i now have 1200 followers Ooh, on instagram let's go so, <laughs> that's massive um so yeah i just think keep doing what i'm doing and like not keeping it stagnant my sister and i want to have different flavors at each event yeah. so that people are like oh no you know and they're looking forward to it because okay mint's only going to be here at this event you and, know what i mean or whatever yeah that supply and demand you right. know you give them a little taste <laughs> exactly. of the german twinkie baby <laughs> <laughs> and then they're coming back for more but then right. they can't have the German Twinkie then All you the give time. them like uh, have you ever thought of a Tres Leches one I have not you know I think that I think that would be a banger especially in Tulare County absolutely I think that would be a banger right. you know I, th I think I'm gonna need my 10% off that one though <laughs> you know finder's feet type of thing <laughs> yeah. just a joke just a joke no but, but uh, for real like uh, just like it's not racist right to cater to your demographic no nah, I don't think it's racist you know? at all dude what sell to the people they want sell to the consumer man right. if you want if that's what you guys are gonna eat that's what I'm gonna sell <laughs> fuck you know like my churro one went off the shelves exactly, you know so see? I was like oh, okay okay you know and what i was surprised about was the white raspberry the white mm -hmm. chocolate raspberry kids mm -hmm. were liking it Ooh. and like when i was a kid i was more like funfetti or I love you know what i mean cake, man. but they're like can i get the white chocolate raspberry and like oh you're six yeah. <laughs> like, this is nuts whoa tiktok is taking over huh <laughs> you know so like just to see people excited about the flavors too is what we do it for like i'm gonna be selfish and just say like the reason i got into baking I think a lot of people can relate. People who cook, people who create, it's because like the sounds, right? It's the mm. it's the silence when they're eating your treats, you know. Oh. And it's just like the little happy dance. It's that feeling that you can invoke in someone. It's almost like it's like kind of intimate, right? It's like something special. Like yeah. I did this. I took the time and I gave this to you, and now you get to have this experience, you know. And I did that, you know. Yeah. No. If you <laughs> see, and that's cool because you know I do I do stand up, and whenever I whenever I'm able to get into the crowd's minds and stuff, and I see them like would see their facial expressions like go up and down and it's and i take them on the ride of a ride of the i, I love that i love that feeling I, lo I love being able to see people's actual emotions and them like releasing themselves to it and mm -hmm. them actually enjoying it that's that's why I love what I do, and I'm pretty sure that's why you Same. do it. Yes, <laughs> you know it's, and it's crazy how everything you do, as it's like as, as a service like that is intertwined. You know, right? It, I, that's why I continuously preach that we are creatures of community. We need to do what we're doing now, helping right. each other, talking. Mm -hmm. It doesn't Absolutely. even be about our businesses or All anything right. like that. It could be about anything. You know, hundred percent. But I think that's what's missing a lot. You know, I, mm -hmm. I think. People are missing that, you know, that one-on-one -on -one time with another or just having that time with just a friend and just talking openly without being worried about, oh, man, I said this. Hopefully they don't hate me. Hopefully they don't cancel me. Like, I think that's so BS. I think that's so bullshit. You shouldn't – I shouldn't have to watch my mouth whenever speaking to a person. Now, depending on what I'm talking about, you know, right. I say that for myself, you know, everyone's different, but mm -hmm. I don't think that I say anything 
over the line. And if you think it's over the line, let me know why it's over the line, bro. Right. But if you tell me that's over the line because I heard someone else tell me that was over the line. Right. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking lame. You know what I mean, though? Because, you know, you need to build your own opinions. Exactly. You need to to stand on your own 10 toes. 100%. And I feel a lot of people are losing what it is to be an American. Right. You know? Right. Freedom of speech, having the backbone, having your chest out, and speaking freely. Mm Mm-hmm. It's important, you know. It is. Motherfuckers in China can't talk the way that we're talking. Oh, 100 percent. Like yeah, you know, it's the censorship there. Yeah. Did you hear about? And in Russia, is terrifying. I don't know about Russia, but I, I I'm pretty sure that they're pretty censored too. There, there, a lot of the propaganda machine there is mm-hmm. tough, as it is in America. You can't speak out against the president or the dictator. Yeah, you, can, you know. You can't talk about my can't talk about my boy Vlad like that, Vladimir. <laughs> oh, boy. No. Don't be talking about my boy like that, dude. He's making us millions, <laughs> baby. Like, What's up, Putin? Yeah. I know you're listening. Hey, you know who he is, dude. He's like, oh, fucking tabletop hotel, my favorite show on the internet. Don't worry, baby. Hey, I don't judge, do they? Right. Everyone's gonna die soon. You might die sooner than others, but hey, we're here for you, buddy. Keep on letting oh us send uh, Ukraine millions of fo- millions and millions of dollars, taxpayer dollars. You know, the war machine is important, dude. I was part of the army, so yeah. You know, sorry, I blanked out. I just thought about like army stuff. You oh, know, shit. That, that PTSD shit, oh, yeah. real dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, You know, 20, I think 21 veterans die a day from suicide. That seems low, actually. That's fucked up, dude. No, No. do you see what I'm saying, though? Because, like, there isn't the help. My sister's ex um, had, like, um, manic episodes and hallucinations, auditory and visions. And he was not getting the help. In fact, he got a job as a truck driver. How terrifying is that? Somebody has to drive. You know? (laughs) The help wasn't there. Yeah, so I know. VA, you can step up your game. That'd be awesome. Shout outs to the VA though, because they w- what they do do they do help some sometimes. You know, I'm, I know it's I, a lot of you, so maybe it's just they can't help everyone. Yeah, type of thing. yeah. They, well, I think it's a lot of veterans have a a lot of like pride. Mm. A, lot, a lot of veterans have pride, and they're like oh. uh, they're scared of therapy. You know, they gotcha. You know, you don't. Because you grow up in an environment where if you speak up and say like, "Hey, I twisted my ankle," then you're you're branded as a weak, a coward, or gotcha. a pussy. You're like, oh, okay. oh, you're gonna go get, you're gonna go to the medics tent, really, bro? Right, right. Where we're all working, you're gonna <laughs> right. go get, you're gonna go make sure you're okay. <laughs> Your ankles Shut okay? Shut the hell up, you bitch. <laughs> you know that's, a, but that's the culture that you gotcha. live in, right? Okay. So I think it, I think a lot of like uh, veterans do have a lot of pride in them, and they're just kind of scared, you know. But that pride right. shit gets you killed man right for it really does so it's not just lack of like resources but not wanting to get the help because you're like i I can do this i I went to war i can fucking handle my feelings right you know it happens a lot more than you would like to admit right and even on the civilian side of it you know Mm -hmm. you know you, you sometimes you know you get beat up by your parents and you don't say shit yeah exactly yeah. right it's, yeah i, I want to I say the same shit <laughs> but it's similar you know you're scared to speak up right. for for you're scared of the repercussions you know mm-hmm. the, you're scared of being branded right right so that's what it is sorry i, really, I just 
started talking about the military dude i <laughs> no, got lost it's man. it's part of your life and yeah. i don't know how long you've been out now i've been out for uh two years now coming up no three years Ooh, yeah yeah okay it'll be three years in uh september but it's always gonna be a part of you yeah 110 you know? 110 it's not you can't it's not like it's not a skin you could shed right you know it's something i live through mm-hmm. and i'm grateful for it i i'm not gonna lie i i loved it i loved it at times and i hated it at times but right. at the end of the day i wouldn't be where i'm at without it you know mm-hmm. i'd probably be in jail or in the ditch i mean you wouldn't be with amber that's for sure yeah i wouldn't be with my <laughs> lovely lady you know the missus shout out yeah. to amber that's crazy. Well, I listened to your episode yesterday when Isaiah was like, I didn't know what Croatia was. You know, <laughs> yeah. is that a cream? <laughs> and there he was because the military took him there in the pebble beach with teal water that's warm. You know, like there's a bunch of you gotta find- pros to traveling in the military. Yeah, it's like it's it's what it is. It's really hunting the good stuff. Right. Just how you did, how you mm-hmm. hunted the good stuff, how you hunted baking. Right, because that's the good stuff like, for this you. This makes me feel happy. Right. <laughs> so what? So whenever I've noticed, like, there's just like hacks in life, you know, these tricks, these little tips and tricks. If you're if you're doing something that makes you happy, mm-hmm. and people see that it makes you happy, it draws people to you. Oh, absolutely. And then that's where you know that's wherever you carve your lane Mm -hmm. everyone lanes different right you know you could do a million things that make people happy right but is it making you happy Mm -hmm. because unless it's making you happy then you won't be able to you know as shallow as this sounds it's gonna sound but you you can't turn the profit right (laughs) right right right. i feel like people can sense when it's inauthentic as well like you don't want to assume your audience is dumb you know what i mean no my audiences are fucking you're smart people (laughs) they all fucking read books and if you don't i'll lie for you big dog (laughs) don't you worry i got all y'all you know and like um so like not to like shout out a different podcast but i got this idea from it which is called a mop a moment of positivity and Mm. i wanted to talk to you about that because i feel like it's something that i know you could like implement into your life and you would actually appreciate which is just Taking maybe the time once a day or once a week to be like, what was something positive or happy that happened to me? Because, you know, a lot of stuff happens to us, right? You're driving, you step in a mud puddle on the way to work or it's, there's a flat or, you know, there's no parking spot. So you got to hoof it across the parking lot. You're just like, all oh, this negativity. Like, but you have to, like, really find it, right? You have to cultivate that um, and have to really sit and think about it. So, like, my moment of positivity for today is being able to be here with you guys and that the rain and the weather allowed that. Yeah. I was legit scared because it was apocalyptic yesterday. And, like, there was hella puddles, places flooded. And I had your plane at least two times just driving oh, in Visalia. Mm. So I was like, I really want to do this podcast, but, like, is it worth dying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the fact that it has, like, ceased and like the sun's starting to come out now um yeah just thinking of just being here and being able to see you guys and you know that yeah i definitely i definitely um i agree with you because it's hard it's it's hard finding the good stuff um i'm sorry i got distracted my little kitty cat just walking around miss peachy poo Man, I re- we got rid of her ear tumors, dude. Yeah, I'm so happy we got rid of my, my cat's ear tumors. Yeah. I, 
Yo, I'm out here talking shit about you saving and your And you're cat. just like, oh, I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yours wasn't 6000 to be fair. Holy fuck. No, dude, not for $6,000. i am sorry, Peachy Poo, but you gotta go. You'll just be deaf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nah, I don't even think I would be able to deal with a deaf cat, man. I oh. She would need to be an outside cat, a kitty out. cat. Are you good? Are you good? There She's she loving is. it. Is she in it? I don't know. The missus just pulled her away <laughs> for for cat talk. <laughs> no, but but yeah, I mean, your moment of positivity for yeah, the but, month or yeah, I I always try to hunt the good stuff because I'm not I'm very hard on myself and I've just been re- really realizing that like, um. You know, sometimes, dude, it's going to be hard for me to say this, but, you know, you got to be raw. It's like, I, dude, I I normally tell myself, like, just kill yourself, Sal. You know, I I know that sounds like, oh, this guy's over. Nah, but I I, I do tell myself that. And then I've been catching myself, like, I I think at first maybe I was just telling myself as jokingly, but I've been, like, stopping myself from from me telling myself that. Right. Like, because it's. The negative self talk is really, really dangerous. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it is, you know, and you know, I'll ca- I'll catch myself like, Sal, you don't need to say that about yourself, bro. Mm-hmm. You're you're here. You're all right, dude. Right. You're you're still fighting, mm-hmm. you know. And it gets tough sometimes. It's, it right. gets real tough to the point where you don't want to get out of bed, where you don't want to brush your teeth, where mm-hmm. you don't want to do this and that, you right. know. Right. I don't want to sound like a fucking sob story. No, but if I'm going through it, I know. A lot more people are going through it as well. 100%. And if I could just spread some awareness, then I'm going to spread it, dude. Because right. I, I hate that right now that you don't even know your neighbors right now. Like right. M- me, where I'm living right now, I made it a personal mission to speak to all my neighbors. And I'd I say, well, hey, how are you guys doing? Like, hey, my name's Sal. I go introduce myself. Okay. As you should, you know. Right. Dude, this is a, this is a community. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Even when I walk around, if you're lucky enough to catch me in public in Porterville, you know, you might see me with the frown, but don't, it doesn't mean that I'm upset. That's just my face. This is your you, resting face. Yeah, it's my, re- it's my face, you know. I, but I'll say hello. Hey, how right. are you doing? And if you're standing next to me in line, you're mm-hmm. going to hear me talk for 10 Please. minutes, goddamn. <laughs> you know, but that's just because... I know the power of positivity could go, it could take people to the next level. Right? Yeah. That's little peachy poo. Is this peaches? She she steals the show every time, (laughs) dude. She can sense I'm a cat person. Yeah. I love her. I'm her godmother. Uh I have, whether they decided or not, I'm your godmother. (laughs) We'll see. There's a tough vetting process, so you know. (laughs) But no, seriously, like, have you ever sat down and been like, if I talk to my friends or my family the way I talk to myself, I would have no friends. You know what I mean? Like, how come we're so okay with saying such negative shit to ourselves, but we would never, like, say it to somebody else? Not me. I would say it to somebody else. <laughs> but, but no, I definitely agree with you, you know? what you're saying because, you know, I, I, it's, it's fucked up. It's mm-hmm. fucked up. And I don't know whether that's because we have so much time to think to be able to think about that kind of stuff right like maybe right. maybe the environment that that we're growing up in is letting us have this time to be worried about shit you know because right i'm pretty sure back in caveman times these motherfuckers <laughs> were worried about the jaguars eating them right. instead of the you know in- right instead of my instagram Your only phone? getting two likes <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah perspectives you know yeah but no i totally get what you mean uh, uh, now 
I want to bring it back whenever mm. you said the weather is apocalyptic. Uh-huh. Doesn't it feel like some shit's going on? Something's brewing. I'm waiting for locusts or frogs. <laughs> you know? It's getting crazy. Oh, no! Paige is biting me! Oh, my God! I didn't know she bit. Nah, she has gummy teeth. Okay. Yeah, don't touch her. Okay. Yeah, she's like, you're lucky she don't got fists because she would have gave you the one, See two. The little de bebity peps. Yeah, the meow meow. The skippity you know I mean? tips. Jesus, peaches. I should start a cat fighting <laughs> ring, huh? That should oh be tough. Oh my tight. God. <laughs> I did but she's looking that. at you. She's like, don't fuck I with know. me. Girl. I'm sorry about that. You're not going to sue me. No. Good. Because I wouldn't have aired your, aired your video. No, <laughs> you just good. won't get 10% off. Oh. <laughs> Dang, hey, that's a good one. That's okay. For Peach's biting you, I'll do it another one. Another, another one. Bite her again, Peach. Andale. She's so cute. Yeah, she's a cute cat. But yeah, I, I definitely think that um, the world is changing. Mm-hmm. I think the equator is not going to be the equator for much oh, longer. Shit. I feel like the pole is Are we sinking? Or- <laughs> I, dude, I, I, they're saying there's so much water in california that yeah. blah 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 and right. then these motherfuckers say that we can't drink the rainwater because the rainwater is or they say that the rainwater isn't good for the plants because the earth can't absorb the the earth can't absorb the water in time so it's a lot of runoff back into the ocean uh-huh. a whole bunch of science mumbo <laughs> fucking jumbo <laughs> That don't make no motherfucking <laughs> sense, bro. First of all, I think everything that's happened to this earth uh-huh. that's been happening was recorded, you know, and it's been recorded f- for time. You know, I'm not going to say what the fuck were in the Aztec pyramids, bro. You know what I mean? Secret. Well, secrets, right? <laughs> secrets. Dude, I, I don't want to be a conspiracy no. theorist, but in all honesty, what were inside the fucking pyramids in egypt bro why couldn't you tell us everything that was inside there because you guys pulled all that treasure out and it just wasn't gold and shit dude right there was a lot of scripts and 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 stuff like that you know right i don't know what the fuck's going on (laughs) but i know that someone out there does you know and they're preparing for the worst do you want to hear a crazy conspiracy about that send it so some people think we live in a simulation, and every time we get close to discovering the pyramids, someone hits reset, and that's why you have deja vu. We've already been through there. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, uh, yeah, because we don't know. Because how, without man-made tools and construction, how the fuck did you build that? That's really impressive. Like, who put those massive rocks on Stonehenge? How are you doing that? You're just, and they were smaller, I feel like, back then as well. Like literally shorter What about if people. they were just bigger? What if they were massive? But where are those bones? You know what I mean? Like, why is there not proof? <laughs> like, I believe in dinosaurs. There's fossils for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, do you like? Do you think the whole simulation thing? Like, you'll see people like wearing the same, uh, like six different people wearing the same outfit. You're like, oh, a glitch in the simulation. <laughs> Bro, I think I think those are people just trying to fit into the crowd. Everyone has those dumbass red boots. You know what I mean? Everyone ha- has their Yeezuses on. Sorry, I know we're not talking about Kanye, but. Here, but calm the fuck down yeah. yeah but you know things like that like um no I, I i could believe it because i've been i don't want to say around the world because there's some some places i haven't been but mm-hmm. i've been around dude yeah and i've seen like five of me walking around bro you know what i oh. mean you know i like your actual doppelgangers 
Yeah, like I would say, oh, this motherfucker looks like me, and I've seen. Whoa. Sometimes I'm walking in town, I'm like, this motherfucker was in the military. <laughs> what is he doing over here? You know? Right. I think a lot of people do look the same. Okay. Okay. I do. No, I think like someone said that there's like five or six. We have five or six doppelgangers See, with identical go. people, but do they act like us though? They sound like me. I don't know. Probably not. I think that's what gives you their your individual. Mm-hmm. You know your your free thinking, your free thoughts, your soul. You know. Right. I think that's it. Do you believe in reincarnation? I do. Um, like it's super crazy, but like, and stay with me. You know, like when people have kids, um, and they'll have like their son, and then they'll have a kid, and then they'll miscarry, but then they'll have another kid. You would think that's possible that that miscarried kid would be the same kid, but it's not. Like they're not like if they had like a if it was a, if it was a little girl that they miscarried and then they have end up having a little girl, you know. Like when you look at siblings across the board, we are so different, even though we're from the same exact DNA upbringing, things like that. So it's a kind of bizarre to me, like like the soul. You know what I mean? People say like you can feel like when a soul leaves the body, that's like when you die, type of thing, you know. But can our souls go into mm. somebody else, and that would just be me in a different shell then? Because the soul is inherently me, like my my humor, you know, my weaknesses, my my turn ons, things like that, you know. So, I, I there's no proof that it doesn't exist. So show me, <laughs> prove me wrong. <laughs> well, you know, like demonic possession, those are spirits entering someone's body, right? So is it crazy enough to think that you'll right. be able to take your consciousness and put it somewhere else? Right. Because that's just. That's like all spiritual talk, but no, right. that, that could all also be technology if you find a way to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever... Dude, I'm, uh, I'm just going back to shows on Netflix, <laughs> Ew, fucking Netflix. I was like, are you talking about Upload? I know, it's called Altered Carbon. Mm. Great, great show. It's, it's around the same concept, so like... There's these like discs that, that people have in their... Have in their like... Um, in the back of their neck uh-huh. and that's where your conscious is so what you could do is you could buy bodies and just put that consciousness in that body so say i'm a man right but mm-hmm. fuck it today i feel like being a woman i just take my little fucking chip little, out of my my what? brain and i put it inside a woman's body you know okay which people are doing right now what you know i'm not saying daddy elon <laughs> facts <laughs> but you know just like with people doing um, their transgender, you know, and going that way right. with it, you know, here pretty soon you're not going to need to chop your dick off or add a penis, you know. Here right. you're here pretty soon you just need to get your little your subconscious. USB, boom, right. and put it back. But, oh, today I feel like being a girl. Boop, bloop. There you go. Uh, dude, you know? I mean, like, legit, I thought it was called, like, Link, or I, I swear to God, Elon had mentioned that he was wanting to, like, upload our oh. conscious into a chip, and you could, like, have it stored type of thing god forbid your body your actual physical body dies here you could still live on that, isn't that <laughs> fucking scary dude i mean i don't know like, people are cloning animals you know people who just can't let go of their one pet they'll like clone it and i don't know if that pet literally acts exactly like your other pet or does it just look like it this goes back to the whole soul thing i don't know that's crazy you know i think souls are real though i think like life force life energy vibrations all that stuff is real Mm -hmm. um because if it wasn't real then what why would we follow religion so tough and you know you can't tell me that 
there's no devil if you believe in a heaven you know right. stop there don't play yourself yeah <laughs> an opposite you know? there so do you think people sell their souls i don't know i mean there's always like to like corporations you know what i mean like when you were working for a company that's doing some pretty shady shit but then you look at that paycheck and you're just like yeah i'll look the other way i feel like in that way you can sell your I did soul it for the fun <laughs> <laughs> but no i think no fuck that dude like <laughs> motherfuckers have some damning evidence about beyonce and shit god damn it like that's not beyonce okay i do not align with this queen b they will come for you see, like. exactly see but that's all, but that's crazy right because you said that you yeah. said that right no nah, fuck that Her followers man yeah, dude you know what i mean like these people are um it's people like, do it's sell their souls man like honestly it, it, <laughs> jesus peaches you're in the frame dude she's like i know she's so important she needs to take over the video she needs All to take over the podcast all aren't paying attention to her so this is what happens yeah Please. yeah let me see I love peach her. oh no <laughs> the protest yeah yeah whoa she levitated thank yeah. you honey for that one um but yeah she uh people she, definitely like juice world i don't know if you know who juice world is but there's like videos of him like in a satanic like ritual and stuff like that dude uh i don't know i don't really like talking about that kind of stuff too much but then again i love like, it like blood rituals like type of things or like they're like sacrificing a pig or a human you yeah know. yeah you definitely need to sacrifice humans and stuff it's just i forgot i think it was like a black mirror episode where the rich people have this idea that like especially with the army hammer thing that celebrity where like girls are coming out saying hey i dated him and he like is a cannibal like he wanted to eat me you know so people are like me. oh like the the army hammer family they they do eat people and now people got like spinning this tale of how the rich how they stay rich and young is like the blood of virgins ugly people like just like killing people that they think are just like not like worth it you know what i mean like eh, no one's gonna miss that guy but they drink his blood and that's how they say young and vibrant and you know dude who fucking knows because my ancestors the mayans and aztecs were fucking killing people on top of the the pyramids right and then taking bites of their hearts and Jesus. shit that's tight that's cool <laughs> man <laughs> i think it's cool but you know people weren't like I don't I don't fucking know, dude. I, I've never oh, ate nobody. Right. I don't know how it feels, but I do know how it feels to like choke people out and shit, you know? <laughs> right. So whenever you start like feeling you that power come over you and you're just like I just all I need is another little minute here, buddy. And you're and then just you, like, no. Nope. But you but you feel them you feel like their life force leaving their body. Okay. And it's just like Whoa. Holy shit this shit's real bro right you know maybe maybe you're like your consciousness and stuff is mm -hmm. is more uh and it'll stop you to doing from doing stuff like that but it's just like with people that eat lion's heart and stuff you're like i'm gonna eat a lion's heart and i'm gonna be fast as fuck boy or eat a <laughs> cheetah's heart right, you know what right. i mean who knows it th that stuff might be true that, sh that might be real i wouldn't i wouldn't not like um i wouldn't just be like nah right because you have to be s skeptical mm -hmm. but you also have to be able to like 
let it go in you you have to be able to like to think about it and actually mm-hmm. process it in your head right for you to really like find out you know yeah you have to chew up an idea then spit it out then maybe even chew it up again to really like figure it out because even like some of the stuff that i that i believe in because uh, uh, i believe in reincarnation 110 percent, and i believe that every time that you die you know you meet your maker or whatever and then it's like you set on an mission before going. Mm. You did an accomplishment. You didn't accomplish oh, it, gotcha. so you have to go back. And gotcha. that's why I think the world is overpopulated now because mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people are just like, fuck that, dude. I'm just going to get high <laughs> and fuck all the time, you know? Right. Instead of doing following their true purpose in right. life, you know? Or maybe people just like living in sin and, you know? <laughs> Because living in sin fun. is fun, dude. <laughs> living in sin is so fun. It's it's a, it's a lot harder to be holy. Right. But who are we to decide what's good and bad? Right. You know, I had a philosophy class when I were, whenever I did, um, whenever I went to college. And it was like, so if a, if a person grew up in a family full of like drugs hey and then murder was an everyday thing to them mm-hmm. do you think that they actually have like a conscious like do they do you think that killing people is an actual bad thing is, is it i mean are we talking like dexter killing where it's like vigilante Nah, like motherfuckers are just like say you, you grew up and then you're just out there just you see your 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 dad like oh here i just brought a sack of fucking heads you know like in the medieval times you know like and then you're like oh shit good shit dad you know maybe whenever you go cut someone's head off do you feel bad or is it even bad because you've seen it so much you know right so are you born with a base level like consciousness of good and bad or how, how does that shit work you know um i love true crime everything i've seen all the documentaries 2020s you know the specials whatever whatever and sometimes it's like oh yeah he grew up and he was like sexually abused and physically abused by his dad and blah 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 and you're like okay maybe that can turn someone bad but then other times you're just like i'm not too sure <laughs> like he had loving parents he had a really well-rounded upbringing and he still did like satan himself so i i don't know if it's like nature versus nurture a bit of both or nothing at all you know, as to why people turn into like killers or serial killers or like pedophiles or just terrible people at all. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's like, okay, I could see how the circumstances, you know, it's hard to break the cycle if you have been sexually abused that you now become an abuser and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then other people, you're just like, what, dude? Like, you went to Harvard. <laughs> like, your family is so well off. And I don't know, I feel like you never had any kind of trauma or turmoil in your life yet you are just like maybe at that point it almost feels like elitist where it's like um he feels like he can do these things because i'm just above everybody i'm above the law you know i don't know that definitely happens i I feel like people like you you grow up without like having any hardship in your life then you're just going to be like whatever i can do whatever i want right daddy will get me out of it yeah (laughs) you know shit like that fuck that dude you gotta you gotta sleep under some trees on the cold floor (laughs) dude for real right you gotta you gotta be you i feel like everyone needs Dude, I honestly believe military service should be compulsory. Everyone should do minimum two years. Oh, two years would be like six months or something. Two years. <laughs> That's what they do in Korea. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. You yeah. You know, really grow some, 
really grow some hair well, on yeah. your chest. Absolutely. And they should also do customer service. You, nah. should have, you, should, you should have to do retail and you should also have to have therapy like microdose of mushrooms or some shit um, figure out your nonsense i think a lot of the problems in this world is hurt people who haven't dealt with their shit yeah that's 100 you know that's 110 percent. but it's like if you're able like to be hurt easily because mm-hmm. a lot of people are able to be hurt easily now because they haven't struggled with much mm-hmm. you know like here pretty soon kids that are going to be born like i have no fucking <laughs> wi-fi and they're gonna have a fucking meltdown Did right, you see? i don't know right. if you saw but it was like this kid um some six foot kid he he beat oh. the brakes off of off of um his teacher because the teacher took away his nintendo switch that fucking bitch <laughs> that fucking bitch <laughs> no but seriously though she she took the nintendo switch yeah. you know what snaps in someone's mm-hmm. mind to be like this motherfucker stole my fucking nintendo switch and i gotta beat their ass now i don't know what's going on with that kid right but some that was traumatic enough in his mind mm-hmm. to be able to beat that woman silly right you know like it maybe it wasn't even about the switch you know what i mean exactly other stuff happening at home or whatever there's a video of a kid who destroyed his house because his mom took his xbox or playstation whatever it was he like fucking destroyed the tv and like knocked over vases and like breaking dishes destroyed their home because of a video game yeah it's, it's crazy how nowadays we're we're growing up in a time where it's everything is here Everything is easily right. accessible, mm-hmm. you know, and then you take away that bone. You take away that ability to talk to the outside world right. or to or even better yet to escape yourself. Because I think a, a lot of it is it's escaping yourself and escaping oh, yeah. reality because mm-hmm. I could be on fucking Instagram and I'll make, uh, you know, business messages yeah. and, you know, j- but then a lot of the time, sometimes I'm just like scrolling the reels and stuff yeah. like that, you know, mm-hmm. and it takes me out of where I'm at. Right. You know, three hours past. Like, what the fuck? It's like dark fuck, now. Dude, sometimes <laughs> you get in that Twitter hole, dude. Fucking Anunnaki's are real, bro. You know, but seriously, yeah. though, you know, it, it gets like, that was time wasted. My God. A you whole know? three hours of your day. Boom. <laughs> And it's just like, and it's none of it's fucking useful fucking right. information. Right. And if you do find some useful information, you're just like, I don't want to fucking see this. How to make $500 in two minutes. <laughs> Fuck you. You know what I mean? Oh man, the bust it down challenge. I'm right. there. You know what I mean? But, but seriously though, it's, I don't know. I, I don't know whether the world was a better place before technology and stuff mm-hmm. uh because i remember like the days of dial-up and shit and, yeah. I had, and i had to beg my mom to to let us get some internet at the house mm-hmm. get some internet at the house and right I, was like, I swear it's gonna be for for school work i swear <laughs> motherfucker i was in cartoon network playing the little oh games and stuff i was having a great time and they but. could just pick up the phone and Oh, it just ruined lost. my day. And then I would go fucking straight to my mom, start calling her a bitch. I hate you, bitch. Give me back my internet. Oh Fuck, man, that's fucked. Those were the oh, days, man. Dude. It was like clunky computers. Like my brother's like game system was like in the hallway. Yeah. You know, we had to like, walk past and get to the bathroom, and he's yeah. just like there, just like. <laughs> it's like you did it all the day, huh? <laughs> Shit, dude. 
but I also, but with that being said, it's like I'm super grateful for it too mm-hmm. because now I know what the hell's going on in the world. Like all the fucking train derailments. You know, have you heard? Is about that it? a like because of the weather or? Nah, bro. Or like people they are found- like like switching the tracks and like causing it. So I think like in Ohio or Pennsylvania or some shit like that, they found um, a pipe bomb next to the the railroad tracks right and then that and then that railroad track had a train with hazardous material on it oh jesus okay so it's happening too often mm-hmm. for it to be a coincidence right like, bro we're, if if you haven't noticed anyone that's listening right now we're at war right now right yeah <laughs> you know, we're at, you know <laughs> motherfucker we shot first of all this it my my podcast might get canceled for this one but first of all Joe Biden definitely blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. And if you don't know what that is, it was a pipeline that Russia had through the Atlantic to go through. It might not be the Atlantic, but an ocean, an ocean (laughs) that was feeding oil to Germany. And America blew that up. That way, Germany couldn't buy oil from Russia. So it kind of forced Germany's hand to stay with america and nato right Mm. and then you know it's barely coming to light that america was kind of the ones that did it because no one knew who did it no one had evidence but come on man you know you don't need to be dumb you know you you don't (laughs) need to be you know i'll play dumb because i was in the government right i was right but you can't be that fucking stupid dude (laughs) and then you have the chinese spy balloon that we shot down there's consequences for the shit that we've oh, been I, doing, I, I dude. Oh, I think so. <laughs> so you're going to tell me, you know, two or three trains get derailed and hazardous, hazardous material gets fucking spread all around. Right. And you're going to tell me, well, that's just a coincidence. The train was going too fast. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you retard. Sorry I said retard, but you dumb fuck. It's you know like, what I mean? There's days where I'm like in bed just like, meh. Why bother? We're going to have, like, nuclear World War Three here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm going to die pretty soon. <laughs> you know? Like, I have those moments where I'm just like, oh, shit. Shit's going to hit the fan here pretty soon. Well, so why bother? <laughs> dude, it's like, I don't think we're going to go to a new... I don't think they're... I don't think we're dumb enough to fucking nuke ourselves. It must take... You must be a sore loser, dude, to, to be nuking people. But we'll see. I mean, America nu- <laughs> America nuked because they had to. God damn it. They had to. We have to win. Oh, my gosh. And like the conflict that we're in now. Right. We're not going to lose. And if there is a losing, if we do lose, it'll just be the new world order. Mm. 110%, dude. You know for a fact it's coming. There's like here in the past few years or past few yeah past few years you've been seeing a lot more like oh, is Illuminati real? Is Illuminati here? Right. You know everyone's talking about you know Rihanna throwing up the fucking triangle at her fucking. <laughs> I was like it was a diamond. Like nah, B. I'm like that's a diamond. Yeah, that's but she did that. Yeah, she did the whole triangle, bro. You're not. You 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 can't you can't hide, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and a lot of people say they have to. T- it's not a lot of people, but they say that the 
they they have to tell you what's going to happen so they don't have any karmic retribution for what they've done or what they do so that's why they put it all in our fucking faces like we have a a, a pyramid with a fucking all-seeing eye motherfucker last time i checked america it has no pyramids bro you know what i mean look at the oh like on the dollar yeah on the dollar dude you know what i mean like ah, make it make sense way you know for real though you know but they are masters of what they do and you know if they ever need me to go interview somebody some some lizard people i'm more than willing bro (laughs) lizard people do people say that the government's ran by lizard people is it true i don't fucking know i've never seen a, a human what, sized they're lizard. like in a skin suit type of thing they like morph <laughs> like a uh, reptilian <laughs> off of mortal Kombat. yeah <laughs> the boys out the boys out here just <laughs> blinking all crazy dude have uh, oh man i'm just all over the place now you got me chatting <laughs> man that's just scary dude is yeah. it scary though? I mean, I feel like I'm slowly but surely getting prepared for the apocalypse, but not like I have a bunker, but kind of. So, like, I have a second bedroom, but it's slowly but surely turning into my pantry. So, I have a lot of like can and like shelf staple food. I got some like six gallon jugs of water. You know, I have a, um, a power pack where I could charge my cell phone. It also has a light Fuck on it. You need a cell phone for it. You don't need a cell phone. See, exactly see how t- tied you are to it. that shit instead of instead of doing that you should just learn how to do survival <laughs> shit like lo- know what to eat and stuff learn I- fucking like um what's it morse code <laughs> you know so i can talk on like my radio <laughs> i don't know if that would work either you know a lot you know a lot of people because i was in the military and stuff they told they're like hey sal so if something happens what what should i do right well, what should should i should i put on my my body armor and I was like, motherfucker! Isn't he? He's in the military currently. No, 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 that? no, 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 no. My, my, when I when I got out, I had gotcha. like people asking me. Gotcha. You know, because it was like right whenever the Ukraine mm-hmm. started, and I was just like, first of all, bro, <laughs> if shit hits the fan, all you need to do, bro, is fucking get your gun and just protect yourself. And the people that are gonna eat are gonna eat that way, because mm-hmm. it's just gonna go back to jungle times, man. Your tribe versus my tribe. Who's more bloodthirsty? Honestly, like going back to Springville, we talked about there's a zombie apocalypse. Get your ass to Springville. Get up into the mountains as high as you can. And then we're going to barricade off the entrance and we will survive up there. We have a well system, you know, I actually got we inv- have guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually got invited to um, join a, uh, a thing up there. They're like, hey, man, if anything happens, you're more than welcome. Yeah, sweet. Keep that connection. Yeah. one hundred. <laughs> Well, dude, that's the thing. It's like, how how far can you really fucking drive your car if you're in the city? Dude, you're fucked. <laughs> right. Beep, beep. Get the fuck out of the way. The zombies are coming. Beep, 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 beep. Nah, dog. You're going to die, big dog. Also, are these like uh, zombies? Are these like World War Z zombies? What, like- whatever it is, I think people are just going to fucking panic and they're going to eat their last three perkies. <laughs> <laughs> And the perk, they'll just be perky zombies, bro. <laughs> Shit. But for real though, it's just like, dude, you're not gonna fucking survive you're unless, not. unless you're willing to do what it takes to survive. You're not willing. You're not gonna survive. And I think right. a lot of people are just gonna fold under the pressure. But then again, under pressure, diamonds are made. Yeah, I'm like, who knows? You're like, 
gun to your, at your head, you have to survive. Let's see. I think my I think my thing would be like just protecting what's mine. You know, my wife. Um, that's peaches. the number one thing. Fuck peaches. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, just thinking, just thinking like logically, I just would. You know, it's just like if I need to do what it does to do what mm-hmm. I need right. to do. Right. I'm gonna do what it does. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Out here doing it, being like <laughs> super vague about if I get you, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. And some people aren't equipped for that kind of stuff, yeah. dude. I know for a fact, like, do I have a fucking ten pound of ten pound bag of rice just chilling? Hell no. <laughs> so, this guy's a fucking idiot, you know. Am I or am I just gonna go to my next door neighbors and I'm gonna go raid their shit? Oh no, be prepared. For what? <laughs> Everyone else is prepared. <laughs> but do you see the mentality of right. it? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a good person, dude. I'm uh, a good okay. person, but but if if my wife needs to eat, motherfucker, she's gonna mm-hmm. eat. You know, if I'm hungry, <laughs> I could only eat peaches for two days, oh buddy. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's one sitting. Like I definitely want to find a horse, though. I definitely would be the guy with the horse and be. There's plenty in Springville. Like we had horses. It honestly felt like you had to to fit in. You had to have a horse. That's tight. If not two, and then we had two goats, and at one point we had a huge cage of random birds. But it's like you have to have a horse on your one acre. You have to. (laughs) It's like one horse per acre. So if you have three acres, you better have fucking three horses. Mm. You know. That's like the unspoken rule. And then I got taught, like, the manners is like, you don't ask a farmer how many acres he has. It's yeah. like fucked up and like almost like asking someone straight up, like, how much money are you making, Kill? Hmm? Stop it. <laughs> They'll never ask about how much acres. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I can get a gist just by looking yeah. at it, but never ask them that question straight up. It's like a faux pas. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people should really start growing their own fruits and and oh, vegetables. Like I think that like I think there should be like community gardens. Oh yes. And then there should be like a post at the community garden to like sign up sheets and stuff. It doesn't mm-hmm. cost anything to 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 join it, but right. it does cost your time. You have to pay in time and actually taking care of crops. Like sweat equity. Yeah, exactly. I think if we did more stuff like that, yeah. like community like driven mm-hmm. farms and stuff right then it would mean a lot more to people you I think know so too than just like going to this grocery store and you're like oh beautiful to cover it in this stuff and yeah, you know what i mean yeah. Say, and like it's yeah. just you ever been to the farmer's market and got strawberries from there that shit goes bad in like the end of the day but it's because there's no preservatives yeah. that's made with love and water and sunlight yeah. and that's fucking it <laughs> you know yeah, and they taste a lot they taste so much better yeah exactly <laughs> and i think that's how i think that's how you could actually like improve your communities and stuff with mm-hmm. everyone being part of something right you know but oh, people are selfish now mm-hmm. i'm selfish right to a point but now i'm out here talking about like oh we should all hold hands and make a fucking <laughs> farm but then i'm out here i'm like nah dog i don't know dude i you know what i'll be that motherfucker that's uh the telling jokes the whole time you know what i mean like oh look at sal he doesn't even know how to fucking dig a hole what kind of mexican is he <laughs> you know what i mean right but but you know everyone serves their purpose in mm-hmm. in this world so we're gonna see i know i mean it's uh, we talked about this earlier for the podcast so like 
America, I think specifically, we're like really like in our own world and we're just like, we like, no, it's not my business, not my circus, not my monkeys. Like, I don't want anyone to think I'm nosy or whatever. So I just like keep my nose to the grindstone, look down and I don't want to bother. But like people are looking for, once you like, you're standing in line, right? You turn around and go, this guy's taking forever. And be like, oh yeah, and, like, you start to have a conversation, but you guys could also just sit in silence. But the minute you start the conversation, they're like willing to speak with you, you know? Yeah, but it t- sometimes it takes that certain up. Uh, because I have been in line wherever I'm like, hey, what's going on, bro? Or And then, then the other person's like, okay. <laughs> but I'm that type of motherfucker to start talking shit right in front of you. So mm. I'll be like, oh, this guy doesn't want to talk. He's so fucking cool. <laughs> then I'll turn my back to them. Then I'll look at them right in the eyeball and be like, but is that... Like, dude, you're really going to leave me hanging? Now right. you look like an asshole because then I'll talk to the person right behind you, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, if you don't want to talk to me, I'll find someone to, that does. And if right. not, then I'll just listen to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I need to put your headphones Table in. talk with Sal, you know. <laughs> Ta-da. Ta-da. I love your artwork, by the way. Thank you, my friend Bree, a uh, service member as well. Uh, she's a veteran oh, now. She, okay. Yeah, she um, She's in Hawaii right now. Nice. And... We're actually working on a new version of the logo where these parts uh, are going to be like, the squigglies are going to be like wavy, like if you're tripping on acid. Ooh. And then I think we're going to switch these like dashes to to something else, but we're going to make the table talk spin. Nice. So it's going to be constantly moving. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And then I want a peaches' tail to wag. I love that. And I just noticed that Peach's body is the handle because it looks like you're in a teacup yeah. type of thing. It's so good. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Brie. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Big shout out to Brie, you know. I'm always messaging her and be like, hey, uh, can you fix this? Can you do this? Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure if I was a person, like, getting the call, I'd be like, this motherfucker. You've got your files. <laughs> We're done here. Like, yeah, yeah. But no, it's just, but see, that's what it's about, you know, right. outsourcing to people that you know. Yeah, absolutely. That way you can help their businesses. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what this podcast is about, helping each other and building a community where we absolutely. can all be part of, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to pass the test. You have to pass a vibe test with me first. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you want to pass a vibe test with me, uh, I'm not a cheap lunch you? date. I'm not a cheap cheap <laughs> lunch date, you know. But it's, yeah, like- it's business. It's business. <laughs> so it's like at me underscore Sal or what is your handle? So on Instagram, it's at it's at me underscore S. 4L, and that stands for me, sexy for life. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It sounds for Sal, but I always sell that people as a joke. Yeah. But, you know, just trying to do something. Because mm-hmm. you, as the entrepreneur that you are, you built Jazzy's sweet treats mm-hmm. yourself without anybody. Yeah. Family, friends, what's, shout out. That, what, what, what's your, but, it was your idea and you're the one right. that's, that put in the legwork to make it happen, right. you know? Right. So it must feel like your baby. Mm-hmm. It feels important to you. Right. It feels like if somebody would be like, hey, give me your give me your brand, give me your... You wouldn't let that go, would you? I mean, probably for a 56%. What? <laughs> 56% that's all? But no, there's times now where like I'm in public and I think about the brand because what if someone recognizes me from pop-ups and stuff and I'm like going off on the manager, you know what I mean? Like I would never do that. But now I'm just like, I, I think twice about how I act just because you don't know who's listening, who's watching, who has your cell phone out, 
you know perception is reality you know mm-hmm. so if they see you being if they see you They're dressing like, oh, like yeah. a bum right mm-hmm. <laughs> like she looks a little yeah like she's dirty you know what i mean like yeah. you just i i now have that that thought now when i'm out in public as you as, as you should always <laughs> no i don't give a fuck about those people i don't know them but if they're my followers it's like Ew. but this could be potential followers you know what i mean yeah well that's why like every time i walk in through the walk in through a, a room i go in with the mentality motherfuckers are gonna notice i walk through there mm-hmm. they know that i'm coming right my chest is out I run this bitch. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't, I will. Right. That's the type of energy I bring. Because gotcha. that's how much you should. Because if people see that, people might give you the uh. But then they'll but. be like, huh. <laughs> like gravitate towards hey, this, you. Hey, this motherfucker might be doing some shit. Let me, right. let me be part of his circle, you know? Right. Let me, and then that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. You know, you. It's your own business, you're selling yourself. Cause you're, you're yeah. I'm not. Ta- I'm not. You know, this is a lie. But you, your your teas could be shit. Shit. You know, your drinks could right. be pieces of shit. You right. know. But you as a person, they'll just buy your tea just cause just to fuck with you, just for you. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, my right. comedy isn't for everybody. Right. But people like it cause it's me. Gotcha. You know. And then that's what it. It's it's all about you, bro. Mm-hmm. You are the lane. You right. carve yourself right you know and then you give people what you want them mm-hmm. want want them to have right you know because like my name is in it but like my face is on my brand as well you know and i can't hide the fact that i'm black you know i'm a black owned business out here it's not like a surprise when you come by my booth it's like oh i wasn't expecting like you know what i mean i'm very open and out upright with it you know um i feel like some people feel like should i support a black owned business because they're black or just because like i like jazz she's cool you know what i mean i want to help her out there are some people who are like should i like during black history month just like seek out like try to find and be conscious about finding black owned businesses and help them out you know type of thing so these last couple posts have been like hashtagging black owned business for those who are looking for that specifically to kind of support you know i've also had random black owned business people find me and follow me but i don't know them but just because they're black <laughs> you know this one that that support well, that's a community you know you know and that's cool you should be able to th- thrive off of that dude it's right. okay it's mm-hmm. okay i think it's good it's good that you're that you're an individual bro mm-hmm. i don't like cookie cut motherfuckers <laughs> right. i don't when all you motherfuckers are dressing the goddamn same bro yeah. and you all have the same haircut bro mm-hmm. it's like who who are you right. really like Honestly. who are you really you know yeah oh i'm this <laughs> like, are you? Uh, all right buddy boy <laughs> do you know what i mean right i want to bring it back to mm-hmm. the beginning of the podcast wherever you said like I don't want to butcher it, but you okay. said it's like you weren't black enough. Yeah. Your skin's black. It is black. So how the <laughs> fuck are you not black enough? So like even my my um skin tone is not as dark as it could be. Like there's always something you know mm. um because like my sister jill she's darker than i am and then you got my sister jackie who is lighter than both of us and that's just because she's half black half cuban you know i don't think i said that like i'm the youngest of seven and five of us are adopted and like 
four of us are like tricolored, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got me who's black, Jillian who's black, Jackie who's Cuban black, and then John who's Native American, you know? Um, and then Jen, she's white. But, well, actually, um, actually, she did her ancestry and she's like mostly Spaniard. Yeah, she looks white as hell. <laughs> Spaniards are white. You know, but she does yeah. tan come summertime. She has this really golden, beautiful color. Um, but yeah, it's just, just kind of like sitting down and thinking about who I am. Um, I was adopted by white folks, but I've actually reached out to my biological family. I found them through Ancestry. Um, and all of them are black, of course, right? And they're from Los Angeles or from Orange County. They're still down there. Um, and if I wasn't adopted, I'd still probably be down there as well. Um, but you do see like a whole different dynamic with the way that they speak, with the way that they type. There's like posts on Facebook and stuff like that. Um, the type of post that they put on Facebook is like so drastically different than, than me. Um, and now I'm in the dating world and that's like crazy. Just the, so like it goes back to what society thinks is black, what society thinks is white, right? Like you'll see some black guys in their profile, like doing that. Or they'll like have a hundred dollar bills fanned out. And I'm like, I don't, that's tight. I don't want that. You know what I mean? And they'll see some guy with like glasses and he's got a polo on. And you're like, okay. This square motherfucker. <laughs> I want somewhere in between that, you know? Um, but going back to people who like don't like know what they want, I'll be like talking to a guy like we'll match and stuff and they're just boring. Like that's the biggest problem that I've come across now is just people who are fucking boring and don't know who they are and what they want, you know? Because I'll be like, oh, hey, I just got back from getting like Thai food or something, a Mediterranean food. And they're like, one guy was like, oh, I don't eat, I just like pizza and wings. Like I'm a simple, Hell yeah, I'm my a boy. simple man. <laughs> and I was like, would you ever like think about traveling the world and like trying different foods? And he was like, no, I just, I like what I like. And I'm, I'm like, I don't wanna, like what if I try the, the crazy food and I don't like it? I could have had pizza and wings. Like, mm, so like why yeah. venture? Like what's, why? I'm like, cause of the journey, <laughs> like the adventure. So I was like, a match. Like that's not for me. I want to like, I will literally plan vacations around food. You know what I mean? Uh, like like places to stay and things to do will be around like sick joints. I've seen them on like TikTok or Instagram or something like that because I love food so much. Um, but yeah, it's just been like really honestly disheartening. Like 98% of the matches haven't worked out just because they're boring. And they... Or they'll like be texting and like the run on sentences, no punctuation. And I, I, I'm like having to like get out a fucking like decipher code. I don't know what you're saying. Like it's hieroglyphics, mm. you know? That's how I type, bro. I don't <laughs> care, dude. <laughs> bro i'm not in school no more you should use your brain and know what i'm saying i have no idea you know so i did match with one black guy though um but it's not really going anywhere is it true what they say Um, about black dudes i don't know so because (laughs) men have been disgusting in the past you can't even send pictures through the dating apps anymore so i have no idea what he is going on (laughs) yeah you can't um you can send like a gif but that you can't send actual something from your phone, like an actual picture from your phone. So too many dick pics. <laughs> it was too many, dude. They were like, shut that shit down. Yeah. 
but um, he seemed nice. Snapchat like, going crazy. <laughs> and they always want your snap. That's the thing too. Is they're just like, hey, my snap's this, and I'm like, okay, cool. Or like, I don't even like. I have a picture of me with my brand. Like, hey, I, I'm, I'm a small business owner, but I'm never like, here's my Instagram handle. Follow. Like, I'm not trying to promote my like my my business. You know what I mean? Um, but I always attracted that black guy because he was working out in the gym, but he did a little dance break to like Burner Boy or something. It was like Caribbean vibes, you know, like, and he was like dancing to that kind of music. And I was like, okay, that's fun, you know? But yeah, it's just My been... wife's Caribbean, so. <laughs> She's getting me into more like Nigerian, like musical artists and things like that. Cause like now they're like becoming mainstream here in the US yeah, and true. accepted and stuff. And like, um, what's that one guy's you name? You the cartel vibes? <laughs> no. No. It's the- oh, vibes cartel. <laughs> My bad. Vibes I, cartel. I have it. I'll check them out on Spotify. Yo, is, ew, that guy's cool as fuck. Is dude. it the same kind of islandy vibes? I would say so. Okay. Uh, okay. I would say so. A little bit. A little bit more party ish. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a lot I'll better. Check like them out. Is it like, house like music? dance music? Okay. Dance music, baby. Okay. The- yeah, you got it. Ooh, yeah. You fine. know, I'm not gonna lie, dude. That's why I love like uh I love island women, dude. Like they're oh man, just the like rhythm. It's a rhythm for me. They know how to shake ass, dude. <laughs> for real, that's my that's oh man. Shit. And they usually have asses, you know. Yeah. For me it's a rhythm, man. Really? Yeah, it's a rhythm. Like, uh-huh. An ass. I love ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it goes both ways for both sexes, which is like if you see someone dancing well, it's attractive. Oh, you know, really? especially if they're with the hips and the motion. Like, oh, he'd probably be good in bed. You know what I mean? Whoa. <laughs> Honestly, it's like yeah. it goes back to the primal times where it's like, oh, it's virility style. Uh, you know, because he can, his hips are doing the, the humping motion. You know what uh, I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I see a bitch twerk and I'm like, god damn, that bitch could take it for a fact. Bust it. Damn, but yeah. Nah, dude, that's why I, oh man, I, I don't even like saying this, but I like, I love black clubs, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're my favorite type of clubs, dude. And I'm so grateful because I know for a fact that I wouldn't have gone to one um, so early in my life if I right. wasn't in the army. Okay. Because I have a, I had a, I, I have a lot of black friends in the mm-hmm. army and stuff, and they like, hey, so we're gonna take you out to the, to the club. I was like. Oh fuck! Here we go. I'm gonna listen to some fucking bad bunny, some Mexican music shit, <laughs> right. and that was it. Was not, dude, and it was proper urban music. <laughs> so, was the club black just because of the demographic, or it is literally like, hey, the demogra- black owned business, black people? I would say the demographic, blacks only. <laughs> you know, kind, well, kind of, because if you're a white dude, or like you know, you don't even need to be a white dude, but if you're not like within that culture or right. have a cult like adapt to that culture then mm-hmm. you'll be you'll feel uncomfortable gotcha because you know how motherfuckers are you know right. so if you're not if you don't have that swag if you don't have that confidence in there you ain't gonna get no play gotcha <laughs> you know? so oh i want to go to one See, that'd be fun. Yeah, I, I don't think they have any over here in Visalia or Tiller. I, I feel like possibly fresno Poss- there is a pretty fresno. big black community up there but in bakersfield too maybe i don't know my boy I'm like, is there dance clubs anymore? Like, just a place to fucking dance? Nah, dude. You go what the like hell? clubs. Clubs are for people that want to get some pussy. Right. People just want to hook I mean, up. For, as ma- as a man, like yeah. I I would rather go to a bar if I'm drinking, but I'm if I'm not drinking, then I'd rather just like go right. do some other shit. You know what right. I mean? Go do go be a menace somewhere else. But <laughs> I 
I'm not gonna go to the club no more, dude. Unless no. my boy, unless my boy really wants to go, then I'll be like, fuck, bro. You know, I'm, I'm married, bro. I don't need the. <laughs> I don't, don't need do all this. I don't need all these bitches shaking ass on me, like, because <laughs> you know mm-hmm. when they smell it, they want it. You feel me? <laughs> but I just, I'm married. I got, I'm respectful and shit. Right. So I'm not, I'm not there for that kind of stuff. Um, right. But you know, if the boys want to go, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the type of dude that would, that would put my boy on. You know what I mean? Right. Do the old switcheroo. Yeah. Like being a good wingman, like, yeah. hey, you need know, dance da- out of there. Give, give the little lady a little one, too, when she turns around to throw that ass back. I'm like, switch. Whoop. Houdini. <laughs> it's just a quick one, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, so, sometimes I do I do love, like, the, the vibes of, like, dancing and having yeah. fun. But most of the time, it's like, it can be a bit too much sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. God, I feel like the- it's been, like, ten years. I feel like it's been a literal decade since I've been to a, a club. Oh, really? It's not the scene anymore. You know what I mean? Like when you're older, you're like, it's a little loud, maybe 10% less. Facts, facts. I, especially whenever you're like there to like get to, because sometimes you do like meet some cool people and then you yeah. want to have that conversation right. with them. And then the club's just, dum, 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 dum. I lost like, my voice. My ears are ringing. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah know? go to the bar and just chill, casual right. bar. And I'm, I'm a big fan of those like nice looking bo- like yeah nice lounges nice mm. nice bar All vibe swanky. yeah like sw- <laughs> exactly like you know it smells a certain smell in there it smells it's like damn good. smooth jazz yeah. oh dude that now you're talking my language like on some real player shit like that's right. what i like that's that's me like, right like i, I like putting myself around those those type of people right you know yeah because it's a whole different vibe like you said like if you go to the club you have to know that some of these girls want to take you home that's their intention they think that's your intention so you're like i'm gonna put myself in that situation then. nah bitch i want you to buy me some <laughs> mcdonald's <laughs> you know do you think it's fucked up to use someone to get drinks all night with the intention of never going home with them me as a man if a woman's doing it for yeah. me then it's okay because i'm a player but if a woman does it to a man then that uh-huh. man's a sucker <laughs> but but seriously though that way yeah. you know i mean I, dude, that was like one of the things that I would always tell my boys. Like, dude, you never buy these bitches any drinks, bro. You let you let them buy you drinks, you know. Mm. That's but that's, feminism. If we want to go both ways, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to be like, hey, we're equal, then like when I was dating my ex, I would buy him. I would buy pay for his dates, pay for. His, it doesn't have to always be the man. Hundred percent, my God. You know what I mean? You can't just be like, oh, I don't want to be the damsel in distress, but also buy all my meals <laughs> <laughs> and all my drinks. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it, and then plus it's a lot more player whenever you tell a bitch to buy you shit. I'm sorry mm-hmm. for saying the word bitch, but that's just the way I speak. Uh, it's a team turn of a dance. Yeah. Everyone's a bitch. I call everyone a bitch. I call everyone dude, bro. Yeah, but if a woman, you know, a woman, she's gonna, she's or a hundred dudes have already hit her like, hey, let me buy you a shot. Right. What kind of beer are you drinking? Right. What kind of, you know, I, I'll walk up, look at them, be like, lame, <laughs> you know, or or not even pay the woman no mind, you right. know, because that's what a woman wants attention. So whenever mm-hmm. you deprive that from them, then they're like, what the fuck I is need he it? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know. Word up, pimps. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I think it's a power play. You're not like you're comfortable in your man- masculinity. You'd be like, if a bitch comes to me, walks up to me, super confident at the bar, and goes, "What can I get you?" If a girl does that to me, be like, "What the <laughs> hell's wrong with her?" I should, what's what's your what's your angle, buddy? You know. But sometimes, but my shit is just like meeting um, p- 
people organically and that's mm-hmm. why i love my wife because it was so organic whenever we met and stuff and it was just like it was easy you know because if i need to force any type of if look if it's for business and i have to force it then i'm gonna force it right right but right now i'm in a position where i don't need to force it right so i'm not you know right probably when i was like younger i would i would have forced it a lot more like oh yeah let me make sure that this woman has everything she has to like eat and drink but then as i got older i was like dude why do i even care about what this <laughs> what what these girls think dude right they ain't doing shit you know what i mean so <laughs> I i'm the one that's, you. i'm the one that's doing it all right so i let them eat off of, out of my hand you know yeah like going back to the dating thing real quick this would be a good place to have like a platform for me so let me know what you think so what jen and i have come across in our dating experience is meeting people through the apps is it's difficult right it does seem forced because you're like you're on here for the mission it's not organic it's not like out doing something and doing a hobby or going to a place like a place like to eat or go to the bar like to visit and just meeting someone organically but what we've also found is that once again going to talk about people are very like in their own head and not really willing to like talk to a stranger is that we'll like be at stacked or barrel house and like give someone the eyes or kind of stand next to them you know and like, hey, what's good here, you know? And they'll give you a suggestion and then like, that'll be the end of it. So people are like, not as open to like meeting someone. They're just kind of like, eh, like interaction with the human. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, like what? So our idea is bring back speed dating. Like maybe it starts on the app where like, and hear me out, different categories. So different nights, maybe on Tuesday nights, it would be people who um, want kids or people who already have kids. Cause it is really difficult for me personally, I, I, I don't want kids, I'm childless, and I want to live a child-free life, to be in a dating room where it's people with kids already. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. should, that should be its own separate night. But to like have like-minded people, like, okay, people who have kids, people who like love the gym and hiking, that's, that's a thing, we'll put you guys all together. You guys have a bunch of common interests, and now you're like in a room together, you know, and like kind of maybe bringing business back to Barrel House or Stacked if they want to host it, where it's like, hey, people come in here, they're eating our burgers, drinking our beer while they're having their their gathering. You yeah, know what I mean? That'd be rocking. Because it's just like, I think people, because my other thing is like, I'll match with someone, we're talking, and then I will go like, we should meet, you know, unmatch. Like people are so terrified to get off the app. You know, like like the in-person part, like this was easy, was like the behind the screen, it's just words. But they're like, I don't wanna, that's real. What yeah. if we make an actual connection? That's yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah, cause it is, it, it, dude, it, cause it's so easy to be something else behind a screen, you know? Yeah. Just like the dudes that do like a lot of like TikToks, or like comedic TikToks and stuff, right. they go up on a stand-up stage and then they're bombing. bombing. <laughs> because they're like, they do their little, and then, like, their TikTok stuff is, like, edited, though, right? It's hella, yeah. like, um, curated. And then here they are raw, live, and we're like... Make me laugh, bro. <laughs> like, well, I've seen your videos a hundred times. Right, Make me laugh, right? right? I'm tired of the little Uzi dance. <laughs> you know? that You might get a lot of, like, what the fuck? You know, those type right. of stares. But, you know, it's actually feeling the vibe feeling the energy of the room and stuff right. like that and then it just goes back to that dating thing because mm-hmm. you need to be in front of somebody because you could be messaging this this person all day every day but then right. you meet them in person and then, and then they're like yo i thought you were gonna throw it back crazy like and now you're just like 
hey hey what's going on yeah Timmy? like hey tommy i know that i said i was gonna suck your dick suck your dick dry and slurp your balls but, but i'm really not like that he he like nah dude you gotta be about what you say you are because right. if you're not then you're lame bro so i know sometimes it takes people it takes people time to come out the shell yeah. but if you're with a person whenever you meet somebody and they're able to bring that out of, out of you it's you can find it a lot easier and you don't need to spend right. two fucking days messaging whenever right. you meet that person face to face you'll find out uh-huh right then and there right you know unless you know some people are just good at what they do what like being like they're a good talker but like when it yeah, comes so, to no no just like some people are good at like uh, playing the game dude there's a lot of people that just mm. play the game gotcha so, so you know but that's it's a trial and error dude you gotta you gotta try it you know you got you right. have to put yourself out there you have to let yourself be vulnerable mm-hmm. you know uh which is hard for people um i don't i mean i don't fault anyone for not wanting to not try you know right. like, go ahead if you're scared go be scared bro there's <laughs> there's plenty of fish and there's just one more fish for me you know if right. i was if i was still dating i'm not not anymore which i'm super fucking happy i'm not <laughs> you're anymore. like the fucking world now is a disaster because like all the dating apps are money hungry and like none of the features are free anymore oh, you know yeah. so you have to like pay for everything it's like do you want to see if they read your message you got to pay for that do you want to see who your likes are you got to pay for that do you want to God, it's just like you gotta pay for Tinder Gold, Tinder Platinum. There's even like levels to like the, yeah, the yeah. amount of stuff you be able to have, yeah. you know. And Hinge, what is Hinge? What do you have to yo, pay for Hinge? All my boys, all my boys were telling me, yo, Hinge is it? Hinge is where it's at, bro. <laughs> Hinge is where it's at, you know. And I was just like, well, fuck, I wish I would have fucking been no. single whenever it came out, you know. But and not Hinge anymore. Hinge is better than Tinder. Because people are still pretty much using Tinder as a fuck app. And, like, they're very honest in their bio. And, like, this is when I learned about E-N-M, which is ethical non-monogamy. People who are poly, people who are, like, even have, like, their spouse, like, hey, this is us, you're going to fuck us. Like, we're looking for a third, you know? (laughs) Take notes. They're very open about it on Tinder. With Hinge, it's a bit more like short term they'll be like short term relationship and that's like their kind of vibe is like hey I'm just looking for fun you that's know cool. but it's not like a shower pick where their dick is just about in the frame oh. like people aren't as like open as they are on hinge a little bit more reserved you know um, and then I want to join Bumble because there's something called Bumble Biz which is about people who are entrepreneurs mm. trying to create like a a business profile like hey i'm starting out my own yoga studio so i'm looking for a social media marketer i need a window painter i need someone who can um ac- i need an accountant you know like mm. i need these things and you can look for them and then you can fall in love with and then business. you might me might fall in love <laughs> hey i'm gonna use that make her fall in love i'm gonna take everything from her and hey, you done fucked up bumble biz don't let me on your platform dude i'll catfish a bitch real quick god damn because like when it comes down to it you might be able to relate with these people who are also entrepreneurs because like yeah. our, our time is like precious and we don't have a lot of it so yeah. people who are a bit more like clingy or like why didn't you get back to me it's like yo i'm running an empire <laughs> and they would all they would understand that someone else who's on bumble biz you know what i mean yeah yeah and it is and it is you know it's just crazy because you know since starting my um my business you know the business of me it's it takes a lot of my time, you know, and I feel mm-hmm. so bad sometimes because it's like either 
Amber's either, like, oh. either either I go and do this stand up mic or go record this podcast. Right. And then I'm gone from my wife for so long. And then it's just like I'm I'm torn in between because I see I see that she hurts too, you know. Right. I'm not blind to it. Yeah. But it's like sacrifices have to be made for the mm-hmm. betterment of the movement, you know? Right. So it's it's hard. It is mm-hmm. super hard. Which is cool that that's super cool that they're using the Bumble yeah. Biz app. You know, that's I'll actually really tight. You know, check holy fuck, yeah. Because <laughs> you never know um, who you'll meet. Um, actually, like I think really strippers dope. are on there. I you think strippers are on there. I don't. Oh, like they're like that's strippers, like, strippers. Oh, like escorts, sex workers. I can see that. It's, it's, a, it's a job. Yo, let me ask you this yeah. right now. Do you think prostitution should be legal in America? legal yeah yeah me 110 yeah me too because like it's a job like anything else and men you cannot sit here and be like oh what is you you're the ones who are fucking keeping this business alive <laughs> i would never i pussy. would never <laughs> she's disgusting what a whore go to my room Pit. in 10 minutes yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> the piss on my chest <laughs> This on my chest, holy shit! Hey, dude, oh no! You know, I've always wanted to piss on someone. I just fucking with you. And I want someone to take a dump on my chest. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Not another teen movie. No, no, I was. Oh goodness, dude! If somebody ever like, if I ever, if I ever dated a chick and she's like, "Let me shit on your chest," I'll be like. I don't know, uh, dude. What did I don't you know. Eat today, depending <laughs> depending on how fucked up she got me before, dude. So I'm drunk, anyways. <laughs> corn. I see you had corn, baby. But <laughs> yeah, I with think <laughs> sex work is it should be legal because it's consensual. So what do I care? I don't care what you guys get up to. You know, same people who are like, people shouldn't be polyamorous. That's cheating. It's their relationship. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's a contract that they have with their wife or whoever. And why do I care? You know. I, I don't know, dude. I, I, I just think that uh, sexuality in America is very like kind of like taboo, and you're not supposed yeah. to be like, oh, you can't be talking about that, Sandy. You can't be talking <laughs> about that kind of stuff. We don't want to hear how your vibrator sucks your clit. <laughs> Ten different speeds, <laughs> and this bitch is out here with her notepad, just taking down uh-huh. notes. Oh and my god, the little rose! What is that little rose name? Adamandeve.com yeah. or dot <laughs> ca. <laughs> you know, but with stuff like that, you know, I think right. um, I think actually, I think uh, in Germany you could like go up to the front, um, the front like cash register, and there's like porn magazines oh. with their titties around wow. and stuff like that it's great sex positive i feel like yeah. europe is like that there's times where i think america's like that you know i feel like we there's a pendulum right we used to be like very like uppity we don't talk about sex blah 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 but now it's almost like i was talking about this guy um on hindi sex super dope um about how like now it's a kind of swung to where people aren't like respecting people's boundaries and almost like uh, like not being upfront about what they're about and next thing you know you're like a slave someone's slave chore like a, like a, a chore slave you know what i mean like you're a master to someone like they're not being uh, up in front about their like fetishes and next thing you know you're like i had no idea and i'm saying these pictures of me that you're like jerking off to my feet you know like i didn't oh, know that's what you were into whoa, type of thing that's hot dude i love <laughs> i love me a nice pair of feet i ain't gonna lie to you dude you know hey, you so know sc- french tips on the toes 
that's my stuff man so like being from like oh we don't talk about that to like i'm not gonna be open and honest with like what i'm into but i expect you to like not kink shame me it's like whoa like there wasn't a conversation that was had like where are my boundaries because i'm not comfortable dude but they just expect you because like we're all sex positive now what's your problem yeah you know yeah <laughs> that's why you should just be able to go down the street and go buy yourself a little hooker <laughs> a little hooker a little hooky hooks you know like whatever she's into like she'll do it like no nah, i'm paying she's gonna do what i want okay. <laughs> that's, unless you unless you want to pay her to beat your ass and that's cool too i mean Just, i don't like getting dominated that's for a fact it scares the fuck out of me like not having control stomping scares. on your balls dude like, oh my god like, you know, nuts, but there's dude. guys that like that shit though yeah <laughs> i'm just like what <laughs> he i don't know to oh. me that's like i said that's next level whatever you're into um not my jam but you Um, should but if you want you should be able to pay for that and not go to fucking jail seriously (laughs) yeah what and this brings me back to like and stay with me guys this is a wild one people who are suicidal and people who are into cannibalism there was a story out in England where this guy found the guy who's like he was on a dark web forum saying hey I like to eat people and the guy who was suicidal was like Will you eat me? I want to die. So it's like a twofer. You know what I mean? Like, is that a problem? Yo, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. And you know what else I think is fucking stupid? Sorry, I didn't mean to take away. No, but I don't no. think that's a fucking problem. Is that dude wants to get killed? He's like, I'm going to die and kill myself yeah, anyway. Yeah, you should so be like, able to write up a contract. Here's the key to my apartment. Come in and eat me. Yeah, you, should, <laughs> you know what I mean? You should have it in... You should have it like in video and in contract and take yes, it to the courthouse. Exactly. That way it could be all legal like yes. procedures and shit right. like that. This guy's not for murder. I wanted it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the same shit for people that commit suicide. Right. You, sh- They shouldn't like be able to fucking stop you committing suicide and then find you for trying to commit suicide. That's complete right. bullshit, bro. Like if you survive If this motherfucker it. wants to jump off the fucking bridge, let him jump off the motherfucking bridge, I dog. I never got that, how it's illegal. Because like what if... I don't know. I just like, don't know how you find someone. Like, should they not have survived it? Like, how how do you hold up this law? You know, is it just be like if they survive the attempt, then it's because every that's life is what? beautiful and you shouldn't shut the fuck up. Mind your own business. You know, like people who yeah. are like like terminally ill should be able to do what's called uh, medically assisted suicide. Like, be, why yeah. do I have to draw this out for money for the insurance? <laughs> like, who? But for my doctor. Uh, that's silly to me yeah. but there's like all these little like rules you have this specific illness and you also be a, a sound mind and body well bitch if i'm a sound mind and body i don't want to die yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i mean i need to be like an invalid like just like out like yeah. This, then yeah please please put the injection go into the good night like type of yeah. thing but it's illegal you can't do that doctor's ethics and morals like do no harm yeah. you're doing more harm keeping me alive and it just goes down for like people losing their power you know giving their power up to, to someone else that's mm-hmm. that's what it is like dude that's fucked up dude if i want to fucking blow my fucking brains out right. i should be able to do that shit without any repercussions which you you know after you die there isn't no right. repercussions like but, leave a very sad trail of family and friends but yeah, but it even goes back to like the dude that says that I want to eat motherfuckers and you want to die. I right. should be able to kill you then eat you after. <laughs> right. it should, you should be. 
you should be able to do that, you know? And if you don't agree with that, let me know. Hit me up in the DM yes, and tell please. me why, bro. And if I fuck <laughs> with you, then we'll have a conversation about it. I would love to pick your brain and, th- and find out why you don't think that should be legal. I, just, it, I don't know whether it's like, maybe it's like, well, God gave you life and you shouldn't throw it away. Motherfucker. He gave you your life for a reason. To you do be, what you want with it. Free will. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And so. like I said, consensual adults. You know, like, he was going to die either way. So it could even go as far as, like, the person will take their own life, so he has no hand in it, but he, he'll come in and eat you. Uh, how, how, what, how, who was this hurting? <laughs> you know? Exactly. And the, I just don't, it just goes to the point where government has too much. I You're telling people how to fucking live, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that shit. Now, do I think people should be riding around in their mopeds shooting fucking AKs up in the up in the air. No, I don't think you should do that. You shouldn't be terrorizing motherfuckers. Yeah, bro, drive-bys and mopeds are fucking common, bro. I don't I don't know. Like You know what they say? Mo Riding Mopeds a moped is, uh, you know, riding riding a moped is super uh riding a moped's like fucking a fat chick. Oh. Uh yeah, it's super fun when no one's watching you, but whenever somebody sees you, they're fucking talking shit about you. <laughs> facts. Hey, Jazz. Straight facts. Yeah. Hey, Jazz. Um, yes. Let's call it there. Okay. Let's call the podcast over. Is there, is there anything else that you want to? Um, no, I'll be back. You'll you be know, back. This was fun. Podcast. Yeah. This was fun. I just like wanted good vibes and to talk with a friend and like catch up and stuff like that. So. This was a lot of fun, and I'm excited. Um, so yeah, um, tell the people where they could get your fucking yes, treats, what your handles are, yes. and stuff. I'll, 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 I will also add them in the um, description box yes. um, down below. So let them know. Yeah. So Jazzy Sweet Treats on Facebook and Instagram, but then you can follow me on TikTok. I don't have a separate account for that, so it's just at Miss Jazzy Emily. So I'll give you all the exact spelling and stuff like that um my next event where you can get my mini cakes is going to be in tulare at ever garden no evergreen island and that's 10 a.m to 3 p.m and um yeah until then um i will see you guys in the socials (laughs) i'm sorry guys but that was table talk with sal these fucking cookies and her cakes are fucking bomb as fuck try them out and thank you once again for listening to the whole podcast. And next time you're around Jazzy, tell her that you listen to the podcast and she might give you a special deal. I don't know. Tell her Table <laughs> table Talk with Sal sent you. <laughs> wink, wink. All right, guys. That's it. That's the show. Hope you enjoyed. Ciao.